Blaze. DSU Athletics is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now it's time for DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And welcome into the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln pregame show here on 91.3. How's it going? I know you're expecting Dixie State basketball, maybe Dixie State women's basketball, and nope, it's not football season. It's baseball time. That's right. We got the season opener starting in just a few moments. Dixie State on the road in Temp, Arizona, taking on Arizona State, the Sun Devils. It's going to be a fun one. Now, Dixie State, the baseball program here at DSU, arguably one of the best of any sport here in St. George. Dixie State finished fourth in the whack in the 2021 season, going 21-15 and 15 in conference play. This is going to be a fun matchup, taking on the Sun Devils. They're a legit opponent, and Dixie State trying to ride that momentum into this 2022 season, and to do so, and to kind of break down this one further, I'm going to bring in Callan Webster. Callan, no stranger here to 91.3. How's it going, man? Oh, I'm doing great. Hyped. Have baseball back. The MLB still in a lockout, so you're going to have to settle for college opening day. But it's exciting stuff on the radio. Yeah. A really good Arizona State team. Dixie State down there in Tempe, Arizona. So, Callan, you have a lot more information on Dixie State men's baseball than I do. We were both calling some games last year. I remember seeing you down there at the stadium. Callan, kind of introduce our team further. I know we got some studs to look out for tonight, as well as kind of break down the Sun Devils further. Absolutely. Dixie State last year, they finished 24-32, and 32, which is a little bit deceptive. It's pretty typical in baseball, in, in the lower levels of college baseball, like in the WAC, that your, your non-conference schedule is going to be really tough. But Dixie did really well. They finished fourth in the conference last year. Of course, you said 21-15 and 15 in the conference. But unlike a lot of sports, when you go up against a team like Arizona State, if you'd expect if our football team played Arizona State, it's not an incredibly competitive matchup. Not at You'd all. expect if we play their basketball team, likely not going to be a competitive matchup. But baseball is a little bit of a different sport. In Major League Baseball every year, even the worst team wins 50, 60 games. Last year, Dixie State got wins over BYU, and they got a win at number 6 Arizona. So when you go into these games, yeah, Arizona State's the better team. They're going to be favored. But by no means does that mean we can't win this game. Dixie State's highlighted by Caden Hollow, their catcher. He was preseason all-whack. We'll talk about it a little more later. He's ranked the number 48 catcher in the nation. Wow. On the, on the other side with Arizona State, by their standards, they had a bit of a down year last year. They finished 16 and 14, sixth place in the in the Pac-12, 33 and 22 overall. They actually fired their manager, Tracy Smith. Um, but they have some good things to look forward to as well. A new manager, Willie Bloomquist, former big leaguer. I'll talk about him as the show goes on, as the game goes. And then they have a star, Ethan Long, their third baseman, was an All-American last year. Top 10 in a lot of stats. Um, very good player that we'll talk to as he he gets up in his at-bats as we go along here. Callan, I'm looking in last year's schedule for the Sun Devils. And I remember Dixie State opened the year against Washington State. They had the series here. And Washington State basically beat us down. Now, now maybe one or two of those games was close early on. But here I'm looking. The Sun Devils completely swept Washington State. They're even better than the Cougars. They also 
swept Utah. The Utes, the Sun Devils are a legit squad, even in a down year last year. Absolutely. When you look into to teams, especially in Arizona and Texas in the South, those baseball programs are all very, very good. The warm weather there really helps them out in, in recruiting. And that's why I think Dixie State has a chance to be a very solid squad going forward. You can replicate some of the success that teams like Arizona State have. Dixie State was a powerhouse in Division Two in baseball. And they can get to the point where they, they hang. In Division One, when you're in one of the smaller conferences, it's going to be hard to, to be a mainstay. But an interesting case to look at, um, previously, uh, we were in a region for several sports with, a, with Dallas Baptist University. They're a Division II school. But okay. their baseball team is Division I. All the other sports are Division II. They're Division I. They're ranked number 22 in the nation going into the season. So there's certainly a model that you can see, especially in a warm-weather area, if you can do good at recruiting, and I think Coach Fantenhauer can do that, these smaller schools can really hang with the big boys. And Dallas Baptist, they're a team that's around year after year. I think that's a place that Dixie State can eventually get to. We have the game starting off in just a sec. To read you the starting lineup, the batting order for Dixie State, it'll be Shane Taylor leading off the third baseman, followed by Parker Schmidt in left field. Then the stud that you mentioned, Caden Hollow, will be cleaning up. Well, not cleaning up, but third. Uh, Tyler Hollow will be the second baseman batting fourth. And then you got Tyson Fisher in right field at fifth. Sean Keating first base at sixth. Then you got Hank Dodson, the DH. You got the center field with Jagan Levitt. And then Matthew Evenchich and Dylan Holiday who will be your starting pitcher tonight for Dixie State. That is your lineup. And then on the Arizona State side, you start with Sean McClain playing second base. Batting second will be the center fielder, Joe Lamb. Batting third, the third baseman, All-American, Ethan Long. And batting cleanup, the left fielder, Will Rogers. In the five spot, first baseman, Connor Davis. The designated hitter, he'll hit sixth, Jacob Tobias. The catcher hitting seventh, Nate Baez. In right field, Kai Murphy hitting eighth. And at the bottom of the liner, Hunter Haas with Adam Tolnock, a transfer from West Virginia, on the bump and pitching for the Sun Devils. This should be a fun, fun baseball game starting any second now. We'll step aside and bring you the first pitch. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blades. Hi, I'm Dustin Lynch. You don't have to listen to country music to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you just can't control, like your girlfriend running out on you with your best friend. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and start moving towards a brighter future and even your college degree. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And welcome back. We have the first pitch. We are underway in Arizona at the Phoenix Municipal Stadium. Dixie State Trailblazers, the Sun Devils. 
from Arizona State. And let's get into this, Callen. As we are about to start the stream we are watching along just froze. But Callen, a little prediction in this one. What do you say would be the final score? If you had to predict before this one starts, being realistic, but also kind of recognizing where the home broadcaster is here. How do you how do you think this one's gonna turn out? I mean the reality is uh you're looking at at a, a much better team out of the Pac-12, Arizona State. Um, this is the kind of game that you usually see ending in a 10-3, to 10-4 type of score. But Dixie State, like I said, certainly has a chance. They're, they're not completely outclassed. They've got a very good team. Uh, Arizona State, their pitcher, um, Tolnock, he had a rough year last year at West Virginia. He, uh, he had a 6.3 ERA, which is not very good. So he's he's a vulnerable guy. Dixie State can get off to a hot start and, and hold on. Um, they could have a good game. And here, so we're having some technical difficulties with the stream. We'll figure it out and be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. New year, new music. 91.3 FM, The Blaze. Okay, not what I was expecting. 91.3 FM, The Blaze. Hi, I'm Sage from Hawaii, and I'm a trailblazer. 91.3 FM, The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Jake Zimmerman, Callan Webster bringing you Dixie State baseball. That's right. It's the season. It's time. And Callan, we are already underway here. We got a 1-2 count. Dixie State is starting in the batter's box. Absolutely, and we're underway here. Shane Taylor struck out looking to end the game on a 1-2 count. Parker Schmidt up here. It's 1-2, and two, and he's swinging a miss, strike three. So that'll be out. I'm oh, sorry, that's out number three, Caden Hollow, as Turnock strikes out to side to start the game. Just like that, we'll be going to the bottom of the first. Holy cow. Callan, we just came back, and just like that, three up, three down. That was fast. I mean... I'm a little surprised to see that Caden Hollow didn't really take that count any longer or didn't get on base to begin with. Dixie State will be in the field next. We'll step aside for a quick break. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's a good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much. For, for taking, taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot. For leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And, and now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom. For taking you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back to the action. Dixie State, Arizona State. No, this isn't women's or men's basketball. It's baseball season, the season opener in Tempe, Arizona. Dixie State just went three up, three down in the batter's box, and now it's time to take the field. Up here for Arizona State in this inning will be Sean Lamb, Joe Lamb, and then Ethan Long. They're all American. The first pitch here is bunted back to the pitcher, haul over to first base. He's going to beat it out. So an infield hit to start the season for Sean Lamb. That's how the Willie Bloomquist era will start here at Arizona State. Really interesting story with Willie. Willie, a 14-year big leaguer, played a lot of years in Cincinnati, in Seattle, and parts of seasons with the Kansas City Royals as well. And the umpires are taking a look at something here, potentially an interference caller that he left the batter's box early. Looks like he's going to go back to the plate. I think they're going to say it went off his foot, which would make it a foul ball. So he cannot step foot out of the batter's box until he makes contact with the baseball. That's correct. But if that was the call, they would have called him out here. But it looks like the call was that it, it hit off his foot, which makes it a foul ball. So just an 0-1 count. So no hit there for Sean Lamb. And Dylan Holiday will get a second shot. He throws a strike in here. So it's 0-2 to Sean McLean. That's what you like to see Dixie State getting ahead of the count. Can maybe throw a few balls here. Holiday's next pitch. Swing and he pops it in just over to the second baseman's head. That's going to go into the gap. Be a single. And it's not going to be bobbled by the center fielder there going to make it all the way to second so that's going to be a single and an e8 pushing him out to second base so even better than the previous results he's going to get on to second base so a leadoff man in scoring position for the sun devils here against dixie state and immediately dylan holiday is going to have to pitch out of trouble how about that interesting sequence in the first batter of the game that dixie state facing 
and McLean was fired up after getting that double. Yeah, it was just a soft hit line drive, and Jurgen Levitt just couldn't field it. Went off his glove. I don't know if it's early season jitters. Maybe he hasn't hit the fundamentals as well as he should have in preseason training, but Dylan Holly will try to make sure it doesn't matter. His first pitch is in there for a strike. Calling balls and strikes today is David Buck, the home plate umpire. Long-time Pac-12 umpire, David. As Joe Lamb will dig back in here for Arizona State. The next pitch from Holiday as he checks the runner. It's going to be in the dirt. Blocked nicely by Caden Hollow. So that'll be ball one, one and one. Joe Lamb last year at 294. A good on-base guy and 180 at-bats. 53 hits, 13 doubles, three home runs. So he's got a little bit of pop to go along with that. Holiday comes set. This one's going to be outside. So two balls, one strike. Callan here in a 2-1 count. Is it more likely for the pitcher to throw a strike next or a ball? There's about 50-50. I mean, you certainly don't want to go 3-1. You're probably going to go with a fastball here typically as this one's fouled off to the right side. 3-1 counts are tough to dig out of. 2-1's not too bad of a situation to be in. Here, 2-2 two and two now. Beautiful night out there in Tempe. It's a great place to be during the winter time. In February, Trailblazer Nation here in St. George isn't bad, but I've been down, to, down in the Phoenix area a couple times this time of year, and it's way nice. That's why they have big league spring training down there. This pitch is just chopped foul. Just right at home plate. Hollow will get a new ball and sling it back out to Holiday. Count remains two and two. Man on second. Nobody out for the Sun Devils here. Just underway, bottom of the first. Dixie down one, two, three, all on strikeouts in the first inning. Callan, you mentioned the weather there in Tempe. I wish it was like, like that here. Absolutely. It's pretty good today. This one, strike three called on the inside corner. Didn't look like Lamb really liked the call, but it doesn't matter. David Buck, the home plate umpire, his opinion is the only one that mattered. So one away without the runner getting to third. That's something you like to see. And But now you're certainly not out of trouble. Ethan Long, the Arizona State third baseman, is up to the dish. Last year, he was second team All-American and Ethan Long, he finished 10th in the Pac-12 with a, a 340 average, 5th in the league with 16 home runs, and led the league with a 704 slugging percentage. First pitch to him is going to be on the inside corner, strike one. If you're not familiar with slugging percentage, essentially what that means is for every time he got on base, he averaged .7 bases. So if you get to first, that's one base. If you get to second, that's two bases. So three out of four times, he's getting at least one base. It's kind of a combination of power and batting average. He's going to pop this one into right field. It's going to come down. Looks like the runner's going to tag up and take third base. Not a bad outcome there. A little sack fly. Handled nicely by Tyson Fisher. No need to rush that throw to third. Didn't have much of a chance. But it'll now be Sean McClain on third base. 
with two away. Zero zero ball game. Not a lot of action here in this first inning, but you can take your time, go the distance. Dixie State will try to compete with the big boys as long as possible. Will Rogers up here, center fielder for Arizona State. He's going to swing and miss an off-speed pitch there. Nicely thrown by Dylan Horn. Or Dylan Holiday, excuse me. Rogers, 6'1", 215. The catcher, he's a freshman as well. Wow. Uh, two really good catchers in this game. It's not often you see catchers hitting... In that cleanup spot. Will Rogers plays a little bit of catcher, playing left field today. He fouls that one off, so it's going to be 0-2. Down in the count here. It's going to have to get something going. Man on third, two away. McLaren reached third on a sack fly. Got second on an air. It would be great if he could leave him stranded here and take it blank into the second inning. This pitch low and away. Almost got him to bite at it. He was thinking about it. But it'll be one and two on the left fielder. Back to set. Pitch. So when he pops this one up, it's going to be on the infield. We'll see if it stays in play. It's drifting foul. And it's going to go out of play. Will Rogers. From Moundsview, Arizona. Rogers got some great contact on that last foul ball. That one popped up high over to the right. If he can just get that thing going forward, look out. It's not often you see a guy that plays catcher, but plays another position as well. Um, A little bit more in college. And this one, slider low and away. That's going to be strike three swinging. So Holiday works nicely out of the jam. We'll go to the second inning. Still scoreless in Tempe. You're listening to 91-3 Trailblazer Baseball on the road against Arizona State. Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster. We'll be right back for the top of the second. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom now. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Women now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. Harvard Medical School has now opened its doors to new female applicants. The first woman is now in space. The majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. 
It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And welcome back, Trailblazer, Trailblazer Baseball. Here we go. Dixie on the road. Arizona State in Tempe, Arizona. 0-0 through the first. The second inning starting right now. Leading off for the Trailblazers, you have Tyler Hollow, and he's going to take down for ball one. Tyson Fisher, Sean Keaton, the heart of the lineup. Hank Dotson, if anybody gets aboard. Want to know Tyler Hollow hit 304 last year. Anything over 300 is real good. Takes ball two outside. A good, a good solid player. He's a senior out of Boise, Idaho. Older brother to Caden Hollow, the stud sophomore catcher. They're both. It's a little bit smaller than Caden. A little bit quicker. He's gonna take this one outside edge. Didn't seem to like that one, but it's gonna be two and one. Tyler. Not a ton of power. Didn't hit any home runs last year. He's a quick guy, though. This one a little outside. So three and one. Good hitters count here for Hollow. Try to get on base and get something going for the Trailblazers here in the second. I mentioned that the pitcher for Arizona State's a transfer from West Virginia. He actually played several places um, in his career, but West Virginia, his last stop. And a full count right now, 3-2. What's it going to be? It's going to be ball four. So the first trailblazer runner of the season will be Tyler Hollow on a full count. He'll walk. So the trailblazers with someone aboard for Tyson Fisher, Sean Keaton. Heart of the lineup here. Adam Tolock, the pitcher tonight for Arizona State, started at Wingate College in 2019. Transferred to College of Central Florida in 2020. Transferred to West Virginia in 2021. And now Arizona State as he throws a pickoff move to first. Back safely is going to be Tyler Hollow. So this is his fourth school in four years. And last year it didn't go incredibly well. He had a 6.27 ERA. He was 0-4 nice. on the air. This pitch, check swing. And I'll say he held. So ball one here to Tyson Fisher. Did you say a 6.2 ERA? Yeah, not a super great season <laughs> for him. I can see why he wanted to change the scenery, but he seems to be a guy that likes to change the scenery every season. When you're picturing in West Virginia in February, I can see why you'd like to go to Tempe. There's strike one. So one and one to Tyson Fisher. Tyson Fisher, another one of the good Dixie State hitters. He had nine home runs last year. He didn't have a great on-base percentage. He only hit a, just under 200. This one in the center field. going to be a nice line drive, but right at the center fielder. Coming away with it cleanly is Joe Lamb. So one away. Tyson Fisher lines out to center, and Sean Keaton will be the next batter. Tyler Hall is going to have to remain at second. Sean Keaton playing first base tonight. And Fisher with great contact on that one out to center field. Trying to advance Tyler Hollow. But just didn't get enough power on that shot. Sean Keaton, a redshirt junior here. 
of South Jordan, Utah. This one upstairs. Bingham High School. He's actually a transfer from Arizona State. He played Salt Lake Community College, played for Arizona State, and now here plays first base and outfield for the Trailblazers. And speaking of uh, transfers from Arizona State who play outfield, our man Keith Davis on the football team. Yeah. Also comes around by the 91 Through the Blaze Studios quite frequently. Good friends with Keith, and Keith previously played football for Arizona State. He kind of gets some revenge indirectly here tonight. We'll see. Absolutely, this one. Ball one. Sean Keaton. Keaton didn't play last year. It was his red shirt year. He pops this one up. It's going to be over towards first base, but it's going to drift back and out of play. So one and two to Sean Keaton. Coach Fattenhauer hoping he's a key addition to Dixie State to help him maybe even climb the ranks. Dixie State, although they finished fourth in the conference last year, is actually picked to finish fifth in their division this year. There's two divisions, the East and the West division. So Coach Fattenhauer and his squad are going to have to surprise some people if they're going to get back to where they were last year. And, Callan, why was that? Why was there a drop-off there? Ah. Uh, I'm not terribly sure because Dixie State didn't lose a lot of guys. That pitch is outside two and two. Um, I imagine a lot of it is a lot of these Texas schools are going to be really good at baseball. Those warm weather places. Seventh pitch of the at bat coming now. He fouls that one away, stays alive. It's nice to kind of get that pitch count up on that starting pitcher. Early in the season, they're not going to be totally stretched out. Probably not going to be able to throw their normal 90 to 100 pitches you're going to see later in the season. So we'll see how long Adam Adam Tolux able to stay out there. But big thing, if if you're able to, to get into the bullpen early in a series, kind of have them worn out as the series goes on, that really plays to your advantage. Nice pitch outside, so full count. Working the count well, Sean Keaton... It was a quick first inning for Arizona State, but this inning, a walk already, a solid line drive to center, now a full count, and a couple foul balls for Sean Keaton. Yeah, Keaton do a good job. You know, normally when you foul off two in a row, it's hard to be patient on the next one, but he did so. This pitch, swing and a miss, so the long batter is going to go Tolock's way. So that's going to be his fourth strikeout of the game already. And Tyler Hollow's going to have to stay put at first base and hope for String Taylor a couple hits, maybe an extra base hit to put him in. The guy up here, Hank Dotson. Yes. He's playing. He's a, the DH today. Callan, something before the game I noticed. I went through Dixie State's roster, and I kind of made a joke saying that there wouldn't be anyone from anywhere, you know, if you drew a line down the middle of the United States, there wouldn't be anyone to the right of that line. Uh, playing for Dixie State. I was wrong. There was one player from my home state of North Carolina, Hank Dotson, up to bat right now. Hank Dotson didn't play a lot last year, just 30 at-bats, and you take a strike here, so it's going to be 0-2. 30 at-bats, but he put together nine hits, a 300 batting average. That's certainly not bad. Along with that, did have a double. So a good future for him. Like you said, out of North Carolina. He's going to hit this one into center field. Or, excuse me, hit that one back. Tough camera angle, so that's going to be 0-2. It's 
a tough camera angle sometimes on these. You kind of just have that one high shot. Number 48. Yeah, Callan, if we were here in St. George, we'd probably be down at Carl Brooks Field. Absolutely. Hank Dotson, backup catcher, sophomore. It's going to be tough for Hank as a catcher. You got Caden Hollow, who's is a really good player, kind of blocking it for him. That pitch fouled off to the right, so still 0-2. So if you're Hank, you're going to have to look to be a DH, maybe the spot starter at catcher when Caden needs a day off. And other than that, you may have to look at learning another position here because it seems like that's the position most locked up for the Trailblazers and both players a sophomore. Yikes. Are position changes common in baseball, Callum, on the D1 level? It happens quite a bit in college. Um, even in the minor leagues, though, at the major league level, you don't see it very much. But in, in college, this one's going to be popped up on the infield. It's going to be handled by a third baseman, and he'll take it in. Just to finish my thought, in college, these guys are all great athletes. That's why they made college, and they can make those switches for sure. Dixie State goes down, leaves the runner on first. We'll go to the bottom of the second. Scoreless in Tempe. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blades. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Hey, Dr. Phil here. You know, I help people solve difficult problems every day, but one problem has me stumped, childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. Luckily, the Feeding America network of local food banks collects surplus food, giving hope to hungry children and their families. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back here. Trailblazer Baseball on the road. Dixie State, Arizona State in Tempe, AZ. Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster on the call. And Dixie State Left a man on base, and now it's time to go to the field. And up here, Connor Davis didn't play last year due to injuries. A transfer from Auburn. He's a grad transfer, actually. He fouls the first pitch off, checks his swing here, and they're going to call a – he went around. So 0-2 to Connor Davis. In his last season, he played 18 games before he got hurt. Uh, hit 339, six doubles. So a good hitter, a good pickup for Arizona State as they transfer here. They're an older team, Arizona State. Actually, interesting stat about that here in a second. This pitch high and inside. Arizona State, on their roster, has zero freshman pitchers. 
Mm-hmm. So an experienced staff, a few few hitters, freshmen, but a lot of grad transfers. Arizona State does tend to pick up a lot of those guys. It's a great place to go play. This one's hit pretty well into left field, going back at the track, oh. and that one is gone. So a home run to start the season here for Connor Davis. He went into left field, and there was wow. nothing, nothing that Parker Schmidt could do about it. So one nothing, ASU here. Not the way you want to start the inning for Dylan Holiday. And just an absolute bomb out the left field. And look at him. Hyped up with the teammates. Screaming out. Connor Davis is feeling it, folks. Well, as a pitcher, Dylan, he's got to step back in and face the next guy, Tobias Jacob, the designated hitter. But that'll be the first run for Dilly, Willie Bloomquist squad. Willie Bloomquist, first-year manager for Arizona State. As he pumps in a strike there, 0-1. Willie played 14 years in the big leagues, 2002-2015. Utility player, played all the infield positions, played the outfield nine years in Seattle, three in Arizona. Bad swing there, 0-2. And then parts of a season with Kansas City and Cincinnati. I remember him. I'm from Kansas City myself, so I remember Willie playing there. Willie played four years at Arizona State. He was there from 97 to 99. A really quality guy. This one's hit up the middle, so two straight hits to start the inning. A single there for Tobias to bring up Nate Baez. And a nice single there is going to split Tyler Hollow and Matthew Evenchich. Neither one of them really had a shot at that grounder. Uh, Big hole up the middle there for him. Had him pitched towards the corners. So, Callan, you mentioned earlier... How does a grad transfer work? So a grad transfer, um, once you graduate, if you wanna, if you have years of eligibility left, you're you're allowed to transfer wherever you want. You're probably doing graduate school, so a master's program of some sort, and you can transfer anywhere without any penalty. If you transfer, and now in baseball, you or in college sports, you get one free transfer as long as it's out of conference. But grad transfers can actually transfer anywhere without losing, without having to sit out a year. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I, the way the coaches are allowed to flip-flop, especially in college football, <laughs> I think the players should be able to do whatever they want. It's not like the teams are paying them. This pitch way low and outside, bouncing the other batter's box. It'll be one and one. You don't need a t- team to pay. you got the NIL deal now. You do. You do. Which is an interesting... I, I'm very happy about it. It's a great step forward. It's but unregulated as the, in these, the these teams are still getting these college athletes for free, and... In a sport like baseball, there's maybe some money made. In a lot of sports, I run cross-country. There's no money made, but those big-money sports, it's a lot. This pitch low and away. I saw a story today. NBC is trying to buy the rights to Big Ten football. Okay. It's a $10 billion a year contract wow. they're offering the Big Ten to have their games broadcast on NBC. Instead of? Instead of on ESPN. So they're trying to buy the Big Ten football rights away for $10 billion a year. ESPN would want to hold on to that. They absolutely would. The question is, are they willing to offer that same contract? Three and one here, the pitch outside. That's a huge price to pay. And that's just the regular season. Obviously, the bowl games, playoff games are completely separate contract. But the money in these sports is is absolutely crazy in college so football. So would we not get Gus Johnson on the call? you get whoever NBC wanted to put on it. Oh, man. No. 
We'll see if it comes to fruition. That pitch outside, so a walk. Not a good start to this inning for Dylan Holiday. Two runners on base. Nate Baez on with the walk. And Jacob Tobias over to first. Already one run in on the homer from Connor Davis. Now, Caden Hollow is going to go out to visit. Pitching coach is going to come out as well. Chat things over to Dylan Holiday. See what's going wrong. You know, when you pull a pitcher, to me, is really intriguing because I think it kind of details that relationship between manager and pitcher. And I think early in the year, I would like to see Holiday kind of have some have some leeway, you know, not have the reins be too tight on him. It's the first game, you know, an out-of-conference opponent. I don't think there's really any reason to kind of make himself question himself here in this first game from pulling him too soon, right? No, and you, I certainly don't think you'll do that. Pitching coaches come out. That happens all the time. Help calm him down. But uh, you don't want to pull him too early because uh, you got a bullpen that you probably want to get some of them work. But it's a long series, three games here against ASU. So you don't want to do that. You will see pitchers come out a little earlier, early in the season. That warms kind of that arm's got to warm up to it. They can't throw 100 pitches out of the gate. I'd imagine you'll see him 70, 75 pitches today, maybe up into the 80 range. His pitch way low and outside. So normally, correct me if I'm wrong, Callan, but 80 pitches will get him to about the fifth or sixth inning. Yeah, usually you'll a, see that. If it's a game where it's getting out of hand, it's going to be more like the third or fourth. Yeah, and that can happen sometimes against an opponent like Arizona State when you're kind of playing up. This one's chopped high up the middle. It's no chance for a double play. Picked up, throw to first. They're going to get him. It was a really nice play just to get the out for Matthew Avancic. You hope on a pitch like that, a ground ball up the middle, you can get the double play, but that one was chopped so high. There was there was just no way. So the runners are going to move up. Tobias to third and Nate Baez to second, but one out in the inning. It's a good start getting out Kai Murphy, the right fielder. As a batter, when you when you chop at a ball like that and you recognize it's going to the bottom side of your bat, are you expecting it to bounce like that? Are you expecting it just to be a regular grounder? Is there any sort of strategy you're trying to get it to bounce when you got a guy on first like that? It's pretty tough to, to judge that way. Um, this pitch, swinging a miss on a ball outside, good pitch. It's tough to judge that way to try to get it to, to be that specific. In a lot of situations, you're thinking ground ball, fly ball, right side, left side. Um, but you, you, can't really, you can't really decide on, uh, on how you're going to hit it. That chopper just kind of happens, and it happens so fast. A batter has about two milliseconds to judge a pitch coming in. So it's really about how you set up. On two milliseconds? Is that, is that sports science right there? That is sports science right there. That pitch outside. I mean, the ball's coming in often upwards of 90 miles per hour from a pitching rubber 60 feet 6 inches away. By the time the pitcher reaches out and releases, you're looking at more like 55, 54 feet. 90 miles an hour, that is not a lot of time. You take the time it takes to your brain to recognize what's happening. You don't have a long time to make a decision there. This pitch outside again. Low and away, 1 and 2. It's a Hunter Haas, the shortstop for Arizona State. Hunter last year, 304, good hitter again. Played quite a bit, couple home runs. Not a big power guy, but a good defensive shortstop. Often your shortstops, your pitchers, your catchers, and your center fielders in college are going to be your better players. 
Another pitch low and away. He's kind of missing the same spot over and over here. Three and one. Do you think that's him just missing the exact spot? He's trying to get it into his catcher's glove, or or is that a particular strategy, Callan, trying to get him to reach for that? I imagine the target's being set up low and away here. It's it's tough to tell exactly here. That's going to be ball four. He's going to walk him. When you get into a top situation like this, Artie, you run in a couple guys on base. You start to press a little bit, and that's when you really start to miss your spots. So It's loaded. So the bases will be loaded. Sean McClain back up. He, he reached first on a single in the first. Went to second on an error by the center fielder, Jorgen Levitt. It's typically not great news when it's still the second inning, and they're already at the top of the lineup once again. No, you don't like to see it. Already been a lot of pitchers for Holly. This one's grounded to second, shortstop. Over to second for one, on to first, and they're going to get the... No, he says he's safe. I think he was just a step late, Callan. It sure looked like they just about had him, so they're going to get the force at second, but home scoring will be Jacob Tobias. So that's tough. Ground ball to second base, but he just couldn't turn it fast enough. So Hunter Haas will be out at second. On the ground ball. And on to third will go Nate Baez. We'll have him on the corners now. Two away. And the Dixie State infield having to kind of be patient so far, waiting for things to bounce their way. Nearly a double there that would have escaped a bad situation, but still kind of in it. Two on, two a lead. John Lamb up, fouls this one away. He struck out in the first inning. That was a tough one. It was a it was a pretty well hit ball to second base. It it bounced a little, but that's just on Sean McLean hustling down the line because it sure looked like off the bat that was a double play type of ball. Sean McLean, a pretty quick guy. Usually your leadoff hitters are. Couldn't quite double him up, so it's gonna be two nothing Sun Devils here. Good inning for them. Can their first runs of the twenty twenty one season. 2022, excuse me. Holiday set. Brings it in, low and inside. One and one. John Lamb, number five. Plays center field for Arizona State. Lamp did strike out in his last at-bat against Holiday. The redshirt sophomore. From Santa Rosa College. Another transfer. Takes this one just low. Two and one. Dylan kind of shrugging there. Looks like he thought that one might have been there. Runners take their leads off the corners. Holiday looking for the sign. Already 23 pitches in this inning alone. This one's going to be chopped. It's going to be tough play. Second baseman picks it up, fires to first. It's going to be in time. So the Trailblazers get out of it. Two-run score, home run by Connor Davis. And then Tobias coming on the ground outs. It'll be 2 nothing going to the third inning. You're listening to Trailblazer Baseball, sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford, Lincoln here on 91 Through the Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, this is Josh Groban. My favorite thing about music is its ability to inspire and nourish the soul. That's why I'm proud to work with Feeding America, an organization that inspires hope for families in need and helps nourish the 16 million kids in this country struggling with hunger. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and helps get it to kids in need, but they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Maria Menunos coming to you with some urgent news impacting families across America. Studies reveal that one in five children in America are struggling with hunger. That's nearly 16 million children. The good news is that the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is helping to get surplus food to children and families facing hunger. But they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Two down, plenty to go here on 91.3 Dixie State's baseball season opener. 2 nothing lead for the Sun Devils over Dixie State from Tempe, Arizona. Your boys in the navy blue and the red. Great on the bottoms. And that first pitch to start the third is a strike. And that first pitch to Jorgen Levitt, center fielder. Had an error in the first inning. Last year at 253. No home runs, eight RBIs. More of a defensive guy there in center field. As this pitch will be strike two. Adam Tolak still on the mound for Arizona State. He became the first Arizona State pitcher in their long, very good history to strike out the side in the first inning of the first game of the year. This pitch way upstairs. Lost track of that one. One and two. I guess when you start out in an 0-2 count, you can you can toss one upstairs. That one looked like it got away from that. That target was set up kind of down low, and he just slipped. This one, ground ball, second base, slings it over to first. So Jorgen Levitt's going to be out on the ground ball. Over to Sean McClure. Slings it over to Connor Davis. One away for the Trailblazers here in the third inning. Still looking for their first hit. I've had one runner on a walk. Up next will be Matthew Avancic. Hit just 208 last year. A couple home runs. 16 RBIs. Then we'll swing back to the top of the lineup with Shane Taylor. This pitch pumped in for strike one. Avancich, another one of those guys, mostly brought in for his defense. Takes that one outside. You'll see that a lot. That shortstop position is a very important one when it comes to defense. This one, ground ball right to his counterpart. Bobbled throw to first is going to just get him. That one bobbled by Hunter Haas, but recovered in time. Kept it in front of him. So two down here. Two quick ground balls. You're hoping you get something going here. You don't want to have to put Dylan Holiday right back on the bump. 
after he had to work so hard in that last inning. But two away. Through a lot of pitches. Needs that shoulder rest just a bit. But right as you mentioned, shortstop, the grounder. Right to Haas and the out. Swan loan away. 0-1, Shane Taylor struck out looking his first time up. Part of that great first inning for Arizona State. Takes strike one there, 1-1. One and one. Or 0-1. Oh yeah, 1-1. One one. Uh, this one hit off to the left side. Gonna get out of play, 1-2. and two. Zulak working very quickly. I like to see that pitcher with rhythm. I think it's good for them. Keeps the game moving. But you don't always see that. Sometimes you get guys that work way slow. This one hit off to the left side again. Again, it's going to get out of play. Remain one ball, two strikes on Shane Taylor. Yeah, we'll see this. Sequences where... It goes foul, foul, foul again. You just got to try to stay in this count as long as you can. This pitch just away, two and two. So long, despite working pretty well, he's had some lengthy at-bats, so already up to 44 pitches before he's through the third. That one outside, they're going to call check swing. He did not go three and two. So you're probably looking at someone, I'd imagine he makes it through five, six innings, and manager Willie Bloomquist is going to be happy about that one. The Sun Devils, despite having a pretty good record last year, did let their their manager go. That's going to be a walk, so Shane Taylor's going to be aboard. Nice at-bat for him. The, the previous manager for Arizona State was Tracy Smith. Seven years as the Arizona State head coach. Went 201 and 155 overall. That is the lowest winning percentage in Arizona State history of any wow. of their five managers. They've been a very, very good program. They announced that they agreed to mutually part ways, but that means he got <laughs> fired. <laughs> Yeah, typically we see that. Any sport, a mutual decision like that. You know, I'm I'd say that's a sign of a good relationship though. Yeah, you know, at least with the to school, say. the head coach, you know, they come in and be like, Hey, you've been here long enough, we want to go in a d- different direction. We don't wanna we don't wanna kick you out the door, but we'd like to, you know, move on escort you out. Pickoff move here. Parker Schmidt down on the count, 0 and one on that first pitch. Parker also struck out in that first inning. Where's number seven? This one's going to be popped up. See if it gets out of play. It will. Oh, and two. Great contact on that swing count. Schmidt just let it rip. Turn the hips. Pulled through. And if he gets that to hang to the left, Anymore at all. That's gone. Just out in front of it. Parker, a sophomore. Las Vegas, Nevada. Went to Pima Community College for a year. As Tonlock's going to step off here. So, Callan, what's kind of the deal with that? A catcher 
Not a catcher. The pitcher gets all set, ready to throw. Is it something he doesn't like? Maybe he is he's guessing himself on what pitch he's going to throw. Does he just not feel his posture correctly? As that one goes directly behind the batter's box. Wow. That would have been a scary foul ball. Sometimes it's a little bit of gamesmanship, trying to throw off the timing of the hitter, often the runner. Um, but usually it's you come set, you decide you want to throw a different pitch. Doesn't usually mean a whole lot. This pitch outside. Oftentimes, though, it's about the runner. You get a little bit longer lead than you're super comfortable with, and you want to look him back. One-two count here for Parker Schmidt. Another one of those transfers picked up by Dixie State this offseason. Left fielder tonight. And takes another one outside. Two and two. It's now 56 pitches for Adam Tolock. Not going to be super thrilled about that pitch count, but if you keep putting zeros on the board, you can't complain too terribly much. We certainly are going to end up seeing the bullpens involved heavily tonight. Caden Hollow, will it be at bat next for Dixie State? The question will be, will he lead off or come in with two outs left here in the top of the third? Callan, I'm, I would have to say maybe in terms of, you know, Hollow's perspective, it'd be better for him to lead off if he wants to have a run. But regardless, you'll take the at bat however you can get it. I mean, he'll want to come up with guys on base. He's an RBI guy. So you always okay. prefer to have a couple guys on in front of you that you have a chance to drive in. This pitch fouled away. And there's even more pressure on you, though, when there's two outs. You know, anybody on base, big hitter comes up. I'd be curious to see if they kept stats on it, Callan, on hitting percentage given the certain outs, you know, certain categories. Okay, this is how he hit with two outs. This is how he hit with one out. This is how he hit with guys on base with two outs. You know, it'd be curious to see all those those stats. I'm sure they're somewhere deep, maybe in the pros level. This one's fouled away. In Major League Baseball, all you got to do is go to Baseball Reference or any sortable stats, and you can find anything. It's really easy to do. It's not so easy in college. That those stats will be kept. You can go find them. But in Major League Baseball, you can go to there's a number of sites, and you can put in number of outs, runners on base, time of day, Weather condition, home road, left-hand pitcher, right-hand pitcher. You can find just about anything at the pro level. This one going to be swing and a miss. So strikes out Parker Schmidt. Second strikeout of the game for Parker. We're going to go to the bottom of the third inning. Arizona State up 2-0. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. At 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council.
They're your pets. And this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll, we say, we want you to be okay. Enroll, we say, take care, people, for goodness sake. Health insurance is now affordable. It covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, Trailblazer Nation, our season opener for baseball. Dixie State on the road in Tempe, Arizona. Taking on the Sun Devils, Jacob Zimmerman. Callan Webster here on The Blaze. We're having a fun one. Top of the third. Nope. Top of the third just got finished. We're now in the bottom of the third. Here we go. Ethan Long up to the plate. He's got a 1-1 count. Hit a fly ball into center field. His last time up pushed a runner. Sean McLean up to third. He was out. A well-contacted ball. This pitch slowing away and in the dirt. So 2-1. and one. Ethan Long, the scariest guy in this lineup. You're happy to see him come up with nobody on base for sure. He's got a really, really wide stance. A big right-handed hitter. He takes this one high and away. Three and one. Ethan. Right-handed infielder. 6'2", 215. It's from Gilbert, Arizona. Pops this one up. Wow. Into right field. Stays in the air for a long time. Finally comes down into the glove of Tyson Fisher. So good job so far. Keeping Ethan Long off base. Another fly out there. He'll bring up Will Rogers, who struck out his first time up. Will Rogers. Another right-hand hitter. Freshman catcher. Great contact. Playing left field tonight. Great, great contact on that last chop from Rogers. Needed about 20 more feet to get that past the warning track and over the fence. First pitch inside to Will. Will went to Shoreville Mines High School. Lines this one on a bounce. Scooped up. Really nice play there by the third baseman, Shane Saylor, to pick that one. He throws him out. So two quick outs here for Dylan Horn. That's what you like to see. Ground ball over to third base. Connor Davis will come up. Last time up, last inning, he hit one deep into left field. A solo home run put Arizona State on the board for their first run of their season. So he'll come up and hopefully get a different result this time. Callan, do you think Holiday's arm is getting just a little tired here? I think he'll be okay. Just 44 pitches here. He's actually in better pitch count shape than Adam Thornock, though you always take no runs over a better pitch count. This one fouled straight back. Connor Davis, real big guy, 6'3", 227. Originally from Rosewell, Georgia. Down in the count, 0-1. Another really good swing there. When you see it go straight back like that, that usually means they were pretty right on it. Just didn't quite get the bat high enough. This one lined right back up the middle. 
That went off of Holiday. Going to hope he's all right. He looks like he's okay. But they redirected it just enough to get it past Tyler Hollow at second. So that'll be a, a solid single for Connor Davis. He's two for two. Callan, a pitcher's worst nightmare. That is a fast, fast baseball coming right at him. Looked like he maybe got his glove up to deflect that one. Wouldn't have hit him really above the chest, but yeah. nice defensive play. Seems like he should be okay checking on him, but he reacted pretty okay, and he's going to stay in there no problem. But, yeah, that's a scary play for you for sure. You hate to see that come right back at the pitcher. By the time he falls off that mound, he's only about 50 feet away. That ball comes can come off that bat, especially the, the metal bats in college. can come off that bat at 100 miles an hour. You think they'll ever uh, put a net in there? Uh, Just no. a little one? Certainly not. <laughs> this pitch, uh, a little low, I guess. 1-0 to Jacob Tobias. Singled and scored his first time up. They did... There was some concern, especially about concussions with balls hitting them, coming back to their head. And they, they had a hat that you could put on that had a lot of padding in there. There was one major leaguer that wore it. It looked like Mario out there. It it wow. looked silly. And I think it bugged most of the guys. His pitch is a strike as he swings and misses. Um, it was just, it got in a lot way for the guys. They didn't like it, didn't breathe. So it didn't really catch on. Saw one guy wear it for a couple of starts, but. It's one of the scarier plays in baseball for sure. Callum, I'm noticing this lineup for the Sun Devils. You got a ton of sophomores, six of them, in fact. Your first six, I mean, your first three, your last three in the lineup. And then between those guys, you got a freshman, a senior, and a freshman. This is a young squad batting. It's a really young, young batting lineup. As much as experience as the pitchers have, you lack that from the defensive or from the offensive side. Um, that's something you like to see, though. Um, you got some of those young guys playing. That'll be strike two, two and two swinging. When you have those young guy playing, young guys playing it, it lets you lets you build a program. And the first year manager, you're always going to see those young guys because he's bringing in bringing in new dudes. When you get a guy like a former major leaguer, he's able to bring a lot of transfers in too, which really helps. This one's going to be lined into the gap. That's going to be a base hit. Going to third. And making it safely will be Connor Davis, Jacob Tobias. Now two for two. He made all the way to second. That one hit in the gap, cut off, but not in time. Parker Schmidt got in as quick as he can, but a double there. So second and third, two away. Jacob Tobias on second, Connor Davis on third. And the catcher, Nate Baez, who walked his first time, coming up. Baez with a really key opportunity here. Two outs, two on. Did they get away with four plus, three, four, five on the scoreboard? Or it's two nothing, Dixie State only down two heading into the fourth. Ball one low. This is a game... The spot where if you let it get away from you is Dixie State. You probably don't have the firepower to come back on on the Sun Devils. So really, really big batter early in this game. Want to know? Swing and a miss. Good off-speed pitch. Got him way out in front with the changeup. 
one and one. Nate Baez, another one of those sophomores. Baez with a guy on second and third. Maybe would like to try to get this anywhere he can. With two outs, you kind of just swing away. But with, with one or zero, maybe he would try to angle it more towards right field. Yeah, when you get to bell in this order, you want him to be pretty aggressive. The guys behind him aren't going to be your most pr- prolific hitters. So you want to get that job done. But take what the pitcher gives you. This one swing and a miss. Two and two. One strike away from getting out of it. For Dylan Holiday, he got the first two outs quickly. Pitched himself into a little bit of a jam. A couple well-hit balls. A single and a double. Has runners on second and third for the Sun Devils. Pitch number 58 here. Coming up for Dylan Holiday. And a swing and a miss. He gets out of it. A nice job by Dylan Holiday to keep the score right where it's at. We'll go into the fourth inning. Sun Devils 2. Trailblazers nothing. You're listening to Dixie State Baseball here on 91 Through the Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster bringing you the call against Arizona State in Tempe. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Get out to the forest and discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah! Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. Woohoo! This is great. And endless surprises. Yo, this is untapped territory. How amazing. (laughs) Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster, welcome back. The Trailblazer Athletics sponsored by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. No, this isn't Dixie State women's or men's basketball. It's men's baseball. The season opener, the first game of the year. Always a fun, fun time. And these boys, these young men have been waiting patiently for this spring 2022 season. Adam Tonlock back on the mound. His first pitch upstairs. 1-0. It'll be the brothers to start the inning. Caden Hollow, then Siler Hollow, followed by Tyson Fisher. Three mainstays from the lineup that carry over from last year. The 1-0 pitch outside. 2-0. So far, Tonlock. Three innings. He struck out five, has walked two, but yet to give up a hit. His next pitch here is going to be pitch number 62. Swing and a miss there from Caden Hollow, two and one. So pitch count getting a little high, but effective so far. It's kind of what you expect early in the year to get back into it. This one fouled off to the left side just to get a piece of it, two and two. Caden Hollow, one of those brothers from up in Boise. I imagine they enjoy the weather. It's pretty cold in Boise right now. This one, ground ball. 
picked up on two hops. Fired over to first. Easy play there for Sean McClure. So one away. Caden Hollow is out number one. His brother Tyler, senior, coming up next. The second baseman, a left-hander. Walked in the second inning, number 24 for Dixie State. He's had a really nice career, kind of bridging that gap from the D2 guys into the D1 guys. Rocky Mountain High School, his pitch, going to graze the inside corner. No balls, one strike. That last swing from his brother, Caden, second baseman. McLean didn't really have to do much at all with that just Slow rolling grounder right to him and the easy throw over to first. No pressure at all. Fouled off there by Tyler Hollow. Oh, and two. And this one's hit off to the left side. Get up and out of play. Remain in the hole, low two. DSU looking for a little spark here. 0-2 count, still looking for their first score of the game. I've had a good job working working pitch counts. Getting a couple guys on base. Haven't done so well getting hits yet. Still zero, right? Still zero. Certainly not on no hitter watch or anything yet. Just the fourth inning. Speaking of no-hitters, Cal and I, I suspected maybe our first pitcher we'd see for Dixie State this year would be Jimmy Borzoni. He had a no-hitter through seven game, I mean through seven innings last year. He did. This one, swing to miss, pitching the dirt. He's going to tag him out, so two away here. Yeah, Borzoni, really good pitcher for, for the Trailblazers. Had one of the better pitching performances, really, the Trailblazers have ever had. Last year. He opened up the year against Washington State. I thought we would maybe see him tonight. Looks like he might be in action at some point in this trip. Yeah, the big senior right-hander. First pitch is a strike here. Tyson Fisher. Tyson Fisher's got that old look. No batting gloves. No sleeves. Does have the shoulder garb. you love to see that one and one. Playing it natural. He'll reach down and dig his hands in the dirt. They like the old boys. No gloves in baseball, huh? Absolutely. This pitch hit the outside corner, one and two. That's how they do it down in Latin America. They don't have that gear, and those are the best boys in the world this game. I mean, that's that's the equivalent of wearing Black Air Force Ones out there. <laughs> Just about. Not a lot of guys in the bigs you'll see that. I remember one big guy, Eric Kratz, that did it. That'll be a swing and a miss. So Tyson Fisher strikes out. Quick inning. For Adam Solnock, still 2-0 Arizona State. We'll step aside. Dixie State still trying to get their first run, still trying to get their first to hit. You're listening to Trailblazer Baseball here on 91.3. Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster. We'll step aside. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. This is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing all across America. 
despite having more than enough food available, there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids. But they need your help. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Nick Cannon here. So we all know we've got a lot of talent in America. But unfortunately, there's something else we've got way too much of. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids struggle with it in this country. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gather surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Bottom of the fourth, we go to nothing lead for the Sun Devils of Arizona State. Your Trailblazers of Dixie State on the road in Tempe, Arizona. They've just taken the field and Halloway still on the mound. One-on-one here to Kai Murphy. Quick at bat his first time up, just two pitches, grounded out to third. Couple outside pitches, one in the corner, one away. This pitch down low, two and one. Beautiful night out at Municipal Field in Tempe, Arizona. A stadium I've never been in it, but I've driven past a couple times, and it looks beautiful. This one into center field, ranging over to his left is Jordan Levitt. He'll make that grab. So one up, one down, a fly ball to center field. Mid-60s there in Arizona. Some of the guys in the crowd wearing their jackets. The players on the field can be pretty comfortable. You'll certainly take it for a February evening. Clear skies. Just a short breeze out towards the outfield. This one's lined straight back. 0-1 on Hunter Haas. Walked his first time up in the second inning. Pass playing shortstop tonight. Right hand hitter. Takes strike two, 0 and 2. Pass very patient so far in the batter's box. Kind of that right foot just beneath that line. And it gets a little bit of a contact there on that one. Just makes it to stay alive. 0 2 count. Can't. Let anything get past you, but also can't reach too hard. And swing and a miss. He got him. So three, three pitch strikeout there. So two quick outs, just like we had last inning. You want to make sure you get that third one quick. Last inning, two quick outs of Ethan Long and Will Rogers. Then it became a bit of high stretch, took a lot of pitches. Connor Davis, Jacob Tobias reached base. He did get out of it with a strikeout of Nate Baez. But cost him on that pitch count. He's up to 66 pitches now with Sean McLean stepping in. He'll foul that first one off at the feet of Tyler Hollow. Caden Hollow. 
So no balls, one strike. Looking to make this a quick, clean inning for Coach Fattenhauer's side. Sean McClure, number two. 511, 170. Red shirt sophomore out of Tustin, California. Yeah, that one down low, one and one. Kind of lost the grip on that pitch. Yeah, McLean here in the one and one count. Trying to get off to a decent start here in the bottom of the fourth. Swing and a miss there. One, two. Next pitch will be number 70 for Dylan Holiday. You imagine he probably doesn't have more than one more inning in him. This early season, maybe he tries to push it too, but I kind of doubt it. That pitch, beautiful breaking ball, curveball, buckles his knees, strike three looking. Quick one, two, three inning at a holiday there. We're going to go to the uh, top of the fifth. Still, two nothing. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in our country who struggle with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Dixie State Athletics here on 91.3 Jacob Zerman, Callan Webster and the Sun Devils of Arizona State are taking the field, wearing the whites in Dixie State with the red letters, the red jerseys. Excuse me, the blue jerseys. It's the red number. In a conversation on the mound right now, 
You don't think it's time to pull Tolik just yet, is it? Yeah, they're going to pull him out. He got the out there. A fly, fly out to right field from Sean Keaton on his first pitch. They're going to bring in a reliever here um, in the bottom of the first. A good night for Tolich, but 76 pitches. You don't want to push him all that much farther in his first start of the season. So that closed the book on him. Four and a third innings, seven strikeouts, two walks, 76 pitches. Uh, income to the game will be, be big number 10 for Arizona State. That's Christian Boldwich. He's a redshirt sophomore. Of San Perdino, California. Six foot tall, 210 pounds. The reliever, Boldvich. And he'll come in relief here with one out in the fifth inning last year at a 5.4 ERA in 22 appearances. He had two starts, mostly reliever, 33 innings. Gave up 18 home runs, so. He struggled a little bit. By far the most home runs given up by any pitcher last year for the Sun Devils. Christian Boldovich. wonder where that name comes from. It sounds to me Eastern European or something like that. Boldovich. Boldovich. I think think he'd be right. Big righty pitcher for him. But he is from San Pedro, California. Yeah. Taking some warm-up pitches before we're going to see Dotson. Dotson and Levitt do up here. Boldovich is definitely not a name I've ever seen. 5.4 ERA last season. 15 walks to 33 strikeouts. Not a terrible ratio, but not the greatest. Digging in here, like you said, it's going to be Hank Dotson, the designated hitter. Righty's going to take the first pitch outside, 1-0. Trailer has struggled a little bit with Adam Tolich. Hopefully it's a different story here, Christian on the mounds. This next pitch is going to be a strike, 1-1. One I wouldn't be surprised if we see a new pitcher come out next inning for, for Dixie State. Dylan Holiday up over 70 pitches. This one outside, 2-1. And, and I think Dixie State can be pretty proud of themselves. Hanging through four and a half so far. And have uh, only given a 2-0 lead through that sequence with Tullock. This one's hit hard on the ground to the third base side. Scooped up by the third baseman, Ethan Long. He's going to fire over to first to Connor Davis. So one up, one down for Christian Boldovich. A good start. Jorgen Levitt will be up next. A little outfielder for the Trailblazers. Where's number four? He's just 5'10", 165. Not a big guy at all. He's from right here in St. George. He's a senior. Played at Pineview High School. Quick one-on-one count to him. Callan, he's not the only Dixie State athlete from Pineview High School. Avery Papa on the women's basketball team also 
from Pineview as well. And Callan, I don't know if you know this. There was a little skirmish, a little fight in the women's basketball game yesterday. <laughs> I was there. I watched it. There's <laughs> a foul ball there. One I, and two. I was back here doing the broadcast. All of a sudden, it breaks out. Your reaction being live in the burns to see Deja Terrell start swinging at Avery Pop. Yeah, I kind of didn't see what happened at first. Uh, I just I looked up and I saw the ref kind of body her to the ground. But we saw the replay on ESPN Plus. Check swing there, two and two. And, yeah, it looks like she got shoved a little bit, started throwing punches. Three players got ejected. Two for New Mexico State, one for Dixie State. Number 34, I can't remember her name. She got ejected off the bench because she came off the bench to fight, which you definitely wow. can't do. Hard line drive. That's going to be the first hit for Dixie State. It was a tough bounce there for the first baseman. Connor Davis ate him up. Certainly going to be a hit there. That would have been a really, really nice play if he made it. But Jorgen Levitt, first hit of the season. Old the hammer rivalry. No need. They can stick around right here on 913 and listen to me. That's right. They can. This pitch one and two. If you can't be in the Burns great environment, but Jacob always holding it down. The next best option, I'll yep, say. I got a uh, sweet bird's eye view up there by the cameras. That's right. In the Burns. And I'm expecting... It to be a similar crowd as we saw against SGU. Yeah, hopefully we'll get a good environment in there. You know, I always say, hashtag beat UVU. Foul ball there, one and two. I don't <laughs> think you, at least on the cross-country side, we always talk about we want to beat UVU. We, we call them kind of our rival. I don't know if they view it that way. They're, they're a really good program. We're a little outclassed for now, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Basketball team's got a good shot, though. They do. They do. They're going up against Fardaz Imok, who had a 22-20 and 20 game. This pitch lined right back at the camera. One and two still. Trailblazers, two down. Man aboard first hit of the game was Jorgen Levitt. The releaser, Christian Boldovich. But yeah, it should be good tomorrow. Burns Arena, 7 o'clock. Dixie State, Utah Valley Wolverines. The one-two pitch here with two away. Boldovich brings it home, low and away. Runner takes off for second. He's going to make it. That was a good pitch to run on. It was on a bounce there in the dirt. So a stolen base for Jorgen Levitt, first of the year, of course. And a two-and-two counts. Now a hit from Ivancic. Give the Trailblazers their first run. You love the aggressiveness. From Levitt, taking off right when he thought it was the right time. It ended up paying off. You love the aggressiveness. Absolutely. Now a 2-2 pitch. Swing, and he pops this one up into center field. It's going to hang for a while, but come down in the glove of the center fielder. Lamp, so we'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning still. Arizona State 2, Trailblazers nothing. You're listening to a Ken Garver St. George Ford Lincoln broadcast. Trailblazer Athletics, Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster. We'll be right back. Just a two-run deficit for your Trailblazers. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blades. Welcome back to the Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. 
Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, and of course, companionship. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. Fantastic cat. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Trailblazer Baseball here on 91 Through the Blaze. Welcome back. Jacob Zerman, Callan Webster bringing you the call. Tempe, Arizona, the location of this fun, exciting matchup. And now into the box, Joe Lamp for the Sun Devils. Yep, and still on the mound. It's going to be Dylan Holiday. This pitch, strike one. Want to know, Trailblazers did finally get their first hit of the game last inning. A hard single up the middle. Jorgen Levitt. And a 0-1 count here. This one's going to be grounded. Just foul. And roll out. Out towards the dugout. So 0-2. Dylan Hawley looking to go a little deeper than the starter Adam Thorock did for Arizona State. This pitch swing and a ground ball up the middle again off Hollett. It's the second time he's been hit. An aggressive turn there out of land, but he's going to stay at first base. A single up the middle. It's the second time Holiday's been hit by a ground ball today, but still looks to be just fine. Just glanced him. I think he may have gotten a glove on it. Holiday sticking around in this one, Callan. You did not think he'd be around much longer and he's getting up there in the pitch count now at 73 as Ethan Long now up to bat. Now you certainly have to assume this is his last inning. And he'd probably be on a shorter rope. Probably on a pitch count. They probably have a number in mind that they don't want him to go too far over. This one's outside. Been a pretty quiet day for Ethan Long. Two flyouts. Second team All-American last year. So he's kind of the guy you worry about. But they've been able to keep him off base so far. Takeoff throw to first. Not going to be in time. Still a 1-0 count. It's good there to remind us the pitcher, you know, coming into the bottom of the fifth. You were sitting down, but you saw your trailblazer, your, your teammate, go get a steal with Levitt. You know, you're thinking maybe... You know, the Sun Devils are going to try to do the same thing. Smart decision to throw it over to Keating, the first baseman, and they do it again, Callan. Yeah, there's a couple reasons for that. One, of course, is to check that runner, make sure he stays put. He knows he's aware of you. The other thing that they could be doing, sometimes when you get in a spot where you're about ready to bring in another pitcher, you'll want to do that to give him a little extra time to warm up. So it could be a sign, not necessarily, could be a sign this is his last batter. This pitch to Long is low and away, 2-0. Yeah, baseball, no stranger to stall tactics whatsoever. Certainly. You know, like, there's 
kind of a popular stat in baseball, and that's actual real-time pass in the game. Typically, that's never talked about, you know, in football, basketball, baseball. That's that's a real thing. Yeah, they get a lot of three-plus-hour games, one low and away, 3-0. and That's something, especially at the big league level, they talk about quite a bit is trying to pick up the pace of play, shorten the games a little bit because – it can get a little slow sometimes, for and sure. I, and I like that, Callan. I mean, other than the playoffs, you got to make your money with the with the sponsors. Makes sense, but the regular season games, there's 162 of them. Yeah. So it it would make sense, you know, to speed it up. Maybe a pitch clock, whatever it is, yeah. to kind of get the pace of play going. Maybe get a few more young athletes to choose the small ball over the. Uh, Oval-shaped ball or a round-shaped ball. Yep. 3-1 pitch here to Ethan Long from Dylan Holiday, and he's going to miss upstairs. So a walk there. First time for Ethan Long to be on base. That'll push Joe Lamb up to second. Callan, you see that? Lamb just slid hands first right into that second base bag. No reason. Just wanted to get, you know, a little proof that he was out there on the field today. I gotta let your teammates know you're working hard. Yeah, I gotta make sure you, uh, the equipment managers, whoever takes care of the laundry, is doing their job. Yeah, make it a little tough on them. A little visit there from second baseman Tyler Hollow and Caden Hollow, the brothers. A little advice, maybe. But staying in the game will be Dylan Holiday. Face Will Rogers. Grounded out to third his last time up, struck out in the first. Two on, nobody out. Holiday creeping close to 80 pitches here. The bottom of the fifth inning, 2 nothing game. Arizona State, Dixie State. Two solid baseball programs. Coming set, bringing the first one home to Will Rogers. Drops it in for a strike. Nice off-speed pitch. Wow. That one definitely curved back towards the middle. Great control on that baseball. Wow. Yeah, you don't see Holiday throw a ton of curveballs. Only seen three or four I can remember today. But they've all been really good. You got a good curveball, and you're using the right spots. Does a lot of good. There's no it's coming. It can be a problem, but swing and miss there. Brought back, came back with the heater. 0-2 count. Ahead in the count. Could use a strikeout here for sure with two on. Nobody out. Connor Davis coming up. Other than that scare in the bottom of the third, I believe it was, just two innings ago. Other than that, other than the big homer that we saw earlier in this one from Davis, Holiday's really held his own. Holiday's look good. This one's upstairs, one, two. Anytime you can keep it close with the Pac-12 opponent when you're when you're one of the guys out of the smaller conferences like the WAC, you're certainly going to take that. Certainly, certainly aren't going to be mad about that performance. Coach Fattenhauer is going to be going to be able to find so far in this game some positive things to take away, but a long way to go. Still going to try to win this one. Just 2 nothing. This pitch down in the dirt, 2-2. Two two. Good block by Caden Hollow to keep the runners set where they are. Caden Hollow, a a very good offensive catcher, but a lot of the, the praise he's gotten has come from his defense. He's really good blocking those ones in the dirt. He's got a good arm. A solid defensive catcher. 
um, hopefully for the next several years here for Dixie State. This one swing and he's fly ball to left field. And then coming over to the center fielder is going to pick it off. Throw to third. Runner tagging. He's going to get in there just in time. But that'll be one away. A really nice throw from Jorgen Levitt. Made that way closer than I think Joe Lamb thought it was going to be. So that'll be a, a fly ball. But a productive out for Will Rogers as he moves the runner to third. Ethan Long will stay put at first. Joe Lamb on the fly out. Connor Davis will be coming up. Now meeting on the mound. It looks like it might be time to bring in a reliever. Yep, Davis hit the home run earlier in this one. And you got to think, only one out, two guys on. Davis definitely keeping in mind, I could have a second home run in this game. Yep, and we'll get a new pitcher here. We'll step aside and be right back with Trailblazer Baseball. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back to the Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, and of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Dixie State Athletics, it's the season opener. It's an exciting time to be a Trailblazer fan here in St. George, Utah, but that is not the location for today's action. Callan Webster and Jacob Zimmerman are back here in the 91 Through the Blaze Studios on Dixie State Campus. Your Trailblazers, your baseball team in the first game of the year at Tempe, Arizona. ASU, DSU, having a fun one. Just a two-run lead. Bottom of the fifth. Kind of halfway through it. And we have a new pitcher into the game for Dixie State. This is a guy, Callan you called last year. I called last year. He started the year as the first guy who faced off in that 2021 season against Washington State. I remember the Cougars came 
came on down to St. George. And Borzoni, Jimmy Borzoni was on the mound. And once again, we're seeing Borzoni in action. Jimmy Borzoni steps in here against Connor Davis. Connor had a home run in the second inning. First pitch from Borzoni down and away. Now, we, of course, remember Borzoni last year for having a really good game, taking a no-hitter through seven innings. Um, but he had a bit of an up-and-down year, just like most of the pitching staff. And a lot of those pre- those non-con games, they played a lot of really good teams, uh, kind of blew up their ERA. So his ERA last year was actually 7.23, which a lot of the guys had similar ones. That pitch down and away 2-0. There, there was still, a lot of double-digit games that yeah. they gave up for Dixie State. And, you know, that's to be expected, but really the record that you want to keep in mind is the whack record, and Dixie State went above 500 by a pretty significant amount. That's kind of unheard of when it comes to DSU athletics this early into the D1 shift. Barzoni last year, he led the team with 69 and two-thirds innings, but it is certainly good to see a team like baseball holding their own. This pitch is 3-0, not looking on a great start for him. There's a few teams that have really held their own. The volleyball team had a really nice season. Um, both cross-country teams finished top five in their conferences. They were the only team outside of UVU and California Baptist were powerhouses in that sport to do that on both the men's and the women's sides. But the transition has been a little bit tough at times. This pitch, green light, wow. swinging, three and one. Swinging a miss there from Connor Davis. I mean, that was such a nice swing. The camera shot cut to the wide shot, expecting that one to go foul or something. Just a great rip there. Was a good swing. Connor Davis, two for two today, home run in a single. So he's obviously seen the ball well. He's the first guy to catch this new pitcher. It's a different angle. Jimmy Borzoni is 6'4", so it's coming in from up top. And this one's going to be popped up back. May drift out of the play. But Caden yeah. Hall just stays in play. So no harm, no foul out there. That's a big out for Jimmy Borzoni. Pops out to the catcher. And it'll be up to Jacob Tobias, the designated hitter. But you go by a guy, Connor, that had a good has had a good game so far. Jacob Tobias, also two for two. A single and a double so far. Mm. So a big guy that you got to get the out on here. Here you see, you know, this is what is great about baseball, is that each field, each stadium has, you know, different components, different elements to it. That time, plenty of space for our catcher to run back there and make the snag. Good concentration from Caden Hollow. Had that one been here in St. George, the backstop's pretty close. I don't think that one would have stayed in play, but Arizona State, it does. Unless he can dive into the second row, <laughs> knock over the net, who knows. Could be tough. First pitch here, strike on the outside corner. Nice pitch from Jeffrey Marzoni to Tobias Jacob. No balls. One strike. If Brazoni can come in here and clean this inning up, and after a rough bottom of the third, a rough bottom of the fifth, they can get through that and still only have a two-point deficit. I could be really happy with that. This pitch, swing and a miss. 0-2, just one strike away from getting out of it. Jimmy is the man. It'll be interested to see how Fatton Howard uses his pitching staff this year, whether this means Borzoni is going to be more of a reliever. Maybe he just wasn't scheduled to start. Maybe he's not all the way stretched out like some of these guys are to be a starter. So we'll see how he mixes and matches. 
Forzoni, though, can be a workhorse. Like I said, almost 70 innings last year. I just got a piece of it. No, it's a swing and a miss, but a, oh. a wild pitch. So going to reach first on the strikeout, and the wild pitch is Jacob Tobias, and that's a real bummer. He got him to chase a bad one, but it's going to bring a run home. Joe Lamb's going to score, and you hate to see that. It was a pitch way low and outside, a tough one. You know Caden wanted to handle that. Now, Fatnire's out there arguing it. it was a foul ball, and Caden's going to say the same. I mean, I, I thought there was a little bit of a tip to it as well. It didn't look like it was that far low, Callan. And now they're going to get together. This would be the a umpires. huge swing. So this is a big call. It's one they can overturn. It isn't like Major League Baseball with the replay system. Well, the umpires can get together and discuss it. I don't know how you discuss it without the replay. Usually with those foul tip things, it's more about a, a sound. You're not going to be able to see that high motion, that little clip. But you can you can hear it. So he's going to talk to these guys, especially the corner guys, and say, did you hear that? And if they can come to consensus, they think they heard it. Um, there's a good chance they could overturn it. And you see the other side get upset. An experienced umpiring crew here. And the call will stay. Yeah, they're going to hang with the decision there. A tough one for the Trailblazers. It's one of those ones that, you know, they say it stands. There's just really not enough evidence to overturn. Yeah. Well, that's an unfortunate break on the strikeout. A wild pitch allowing the runner to reach base and run to come home. So 3 nothing Sun Devils here with Nate Baez coming up. He's 0 for 1. He walked and struck out. Takes a strike there from Arizona. So that that run will be charged to Dylan Holiday, still responsible for the runner at second base as well. So a strikeout without the out. Absolutely. It can happen. <laughs> it's unfortunate. It needs, a, it needs its own word. I'm sure there's some term. There's probably some term for it. Baseball it, slang in the dugout. Just a, a strikeout pass ball is all they're going to call it for the most part. You might have... Little names for it here and there, team by team. But there's not a not a real general term for it. This pitch, swing and a miss. So 0-2 here. Again, one pitch away from ending the inning. Fortunately, get out of it now. They still have a center to run, but limit the damage. Keep this one close. Take us to the sixth inning with still a tight game. Callan, I know it's it's now a 3 nothing game. But I feel like even here in the 10, now 11 pitches that Borzoni has thrown, I can feel the momentum switch just a bit. That pitch just out. Yeah, it's it's been a good a good outing for him so far. That run scoring, not really his fault. More, more aggressiveness early into the pitch count. If you can get away with it, that's awesome. You're not giving up homers. I mean, first two pitches of the count are big plays. Certainly. Why not? If you can get ahead in the count, you put him on the defensive there. Gotta, gotta choke up a fish. This pitch, line drive. It's gonna be picked off at second base. Thrower to first. Nice play there. That'll get him out of the inning. So one run will score on the wild pitch. So one run, one hit. It's three nothing as we go to the sixth. You're listening to Trailblazer Baseball. Dixie State men's squad on the road in Tempe, Arizona, ASU, DSU. 
Jacob Zerman and Callan Webster bringing you the call. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Wildfires burn millions of acres across the country each year. And each year, wildland firefighters battle to contain them but they can't do it alone. For some communities, it's not a question of if wildfires strike, but when. Get fire adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Dixie State ASU, fun matchup going down in Arizona as we look at the Pac-12 baseball preseason rankings, Callan. Arizona State picked to finish 7th in the league. They are hoping to make some strides, um, but the the coaches' poll has them lower than they were last year uh, in the league. So, Oregon, 33rd. Don't know what those numbers are about. Hmm, interesting. But, uh... Yeah, you never know what to expect on some of these streams here with the numbers they get put up. But Stanford, Oregon State, you know, that's definitely an interesting thing to see. Is you know, a lot of the time we're used to seeing certain programs dominate certain sports. The Beavers, right now, I think with three wins in their men's basketball program on the year, that will not be the case with baseball. No, they're they're a very good program. His first pitch. Is a ball and then a strike here to Shane Taylor leading the inning off. It'll remain Christian Bulvich out there. The Pac-12 always been a very good baseball conference. That one outside. It's not as warm as some of the other conferences, but it's fairly temperate. Um, obviously, you do have a lot of California teams that have, have good good weather. SEC, though, typically the powerhouse. That one up and away. Ah, three shocker. and one. Yeah. The warm weather helps. Vanderbilt, great program, one of the best in the country. Tennessee is very good. I mean, all those Texas schools are very good. Texas ranked fourth in the country right now. That's going to be a strike. Full counts to Shane Taylor. Track, football. Uh, I think even gymnastics, if they do that on that level, anything like that favors the SEC. Maybe only like basketball. The only thing I think is more spread out. Yeah. Swing and a miss there, so that's going to be a strikeout of Shane Taylor. 
One thing that the SEC is not good at, cross country. Not very good in the South. Great sprinters, great jumpers, great throwers. Not good distance runners. You come to the mountain region, Utah, one of the best states. Utah, Colorado, some of the best distance running in the nation. Yes, the elevation perhaps playing a factor as well as just it's kind of the thing out here. Mar- it, lots of marathon runners in the state of Utah. It is. Actually, the St. George Marathon uh, a couple of years ago was ranked number 13 in the world for the biggest marathons. Uh, this pitch is swung to Mesa and Sue. I helped out with that one this year. Yeah, St. George Marathon's huge. It's the biggest one in the region, biggest one in Utah. It's one of the biggest non-majors, majors being the kind of the pro ones like Boston, New York, yeah. L.A. Um, it's a huge deal. I hear it's it's a really big culture. This one's popped up, going to be on the infield, and going to be caught there by the first baseman, Sean Keating. So a quick two outs of the Trailblazers as Parker Schmidt flies out. Caden Hollow coming up. Give you the final line on Dylan Holiday. He went four and a third innings, five hits, three runs, two of them earned, two walks, five strikeouts, and, of course, gave up that home run to Connor Davis. So a good first outing against a very good Arizona State team. And Hollow, man, you could see his eyes get big on that camera angle, taking a swing on that shot. Nearly sent that one flying in the right direction. Instead, goes behind him foul. Yeah, good swing there. Just a little underneath it. 0-1 counts. Take this one for a strike. 0-2 so quickly ahead on the count again is Christian Boldovich. Beautiful night for baseball. Opening day here in February. Quick pitch there, and he's going to pop this one up. It's going to go foul, and it'll be the catcher that gets there and makes the grab. So, It'll be the end of the inning. We'll go to the bottom of the six. Arizona State three. Your Trailblazers still looking for their first run. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. So, you know, I'm a dog. And I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket. But it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. <laughs> It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Opening day, yeah, that's right, Tempe, Arizona. The setting for your Trailblazers to kick off the 2022 spring baseball season. Typically, we got football or men's or women's basketball here on 91.3, but we plan on having a softball game, a baseball game, one of those about once a week here on 91.3. Lads, you're joining alongside Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster as the first pitch of the bottom of the second is a strike. Strike to Kai Murphy. 
He's walked or he's grounded out. Both times up, ground out to the third to the shortstop, flown out to center field. This one's down and away, one and one. There's one. Oh, go ahead. Do you think the uh, the pressure is starting to kind of come on to Dixie State later in the game? Down three runs. You think Borzoni? You know he's kind of new into this ball game, only just fourteen pitches, but. Do you think offensively, even defensively here, you think they start to maybe risk making some mistakes to try to close that gap faster? I don't really think so. In a game like this, you go in with the understanding that it's it's going to be tough. You're playing an opponent that on paper is a lot better than you are. I think in that kind of game, as this one is popped up into foul territory... And we'll make it just out of reach. A great effort by Caden Hollow, but not able to get it. That ball just hung and hung and hung. Kept moving to our right. And had a shot at it, but Hollow tried to dive to the side of the last second. And just a couple feet away from that ball. Yeah, and I think in a game where you know you're a bit outmatched, you are able to play loose and go out there, have a good time, and do your best to get the win, but understand that you don't need to press. Um, as long as you you keep it close, it's, it'll work well for you. Next pitch here from Borzoni. He comes inside and Ouch. nicks him. Hit him look like maybe on the leg. He's not limping too bad, so hopefully he's feeling all right. Kai Murphy's going to be on board with a hit-by-pitch to start the inning. To bring up Hunter Hess, a walk and a strikeout so far. Yeah, baseball, really an old-school man's game. <laughs> that is kind of the perfect reason. Kai Murphy, you know, I think it's one of those unwritten rules in baseball. If you get hit by the pitch, unless you're seriously hurt, you got to jog to first as if nothing happened. Yeah, I think that makes it easier on you when you don't sit and dwell on it. Uh, feels a lot better to not... Not sit and think about it. Just get on base, <laughs> move on. It's hard not to. I mean, he's just sitting. He's sitting on first, you know, busting out the sunflower seeds, cracking jokes with the first baseman. He's got to do what he can to ease the pain. Absolutely. Has steps in here. Chokes up on the bat a little more than some guys. Slap hitter for the most part. Brazil nods, brings the pitch home. It's outside, 1-0. You want to get this out here at the bottom of the lineup before you got to turn over and face some of the bigger bigger threats. Sean McLean, Joe Lamp do up next. 1-0. The count to Hunter Haas. This pitch swinging a miss. Runner takes off for second. Throw down. Yeah. In time. Caden Hollow. Gets the out. Caught stealing will be Kai Murphy. So a strike and a caught stealing. A great throw. And he got it there in plenty of time. So now one away, nobody on. You like that a lot better. Caden Hall, like I said, has got a good arm. He's one for one, or one for one throwing guys out now. Yeah, terrific throw there from Hollow. But how about, excuse me, yep, yep. Hollow. Right to his brother Hollow. And Tyler, 
after the throw from his brother Caden, quickly with the reaction time, got the wrist right down, right in front of the bag, and tagged the foot. These guys playing together for a long time, you know. That is a play that has happened, I'm sure, many times throughout Little League, throughout high school. This pitch upstairs, 3-1. and one. You know, that's one of those things you can practice. I mean, Callan, growing up, it was a struggle to practice baseball. you got to find some people. You know, I didn't have a brother. Yeah. You know, these guys can go out and practice that play 100 times in a day. Yeah. Makes that make that play easier. This one low and in, not caught stealing. Looks real bad as Hunter walks. Would have gotten second anyway, but now the hit by pitch and the walk, but just one on and one away. So big caught stealing now. We'll go back to the top of the lineup. Sean McClure, the second baseman. Single in the first, ground out in the second, struck out in the fourth. So he's one for two. That one in the second inning, a fielder's choice, technically. So he reached base on the ground out on a force on second base. This pitch down low. Want to know? It looked pretty good to me, Callan. I haven't really had much to say with these umpires at all today, but we don't have the greatest of angle, but that one pretty straight on. Yeah, I went definitely over the plate, but from this high angle, it it's almost impossible to tell that high-low count. This one's swing and a miss, one and one. Good pitch there. Pulled the string on him. Took a little bit off of it. Even just a five-mile-an-hour difference can be the difference between a home run and a foul ball or even a strikeout. Yeah, you don't have a lot of reaction time to these pitches, so... If you can get them off balance even just a little bit, not a lot you can do. That one's fouled off one and two. So you take a little bit off, and they're all geared up, ready to go for the fastball, and you get out in front of it. And like that, he got out in front of it, pulled it foul to the left side. It's it's a reaction game, but it's also a bit of a, a prediction game. That's why there's so much controversy about, about the Houston Astros and their stealing signs. Because if you know a pitch is coming, it's a lot easier to react well to it. Well, you uh, might have to look closer out into the uh, the outfield and see if there's anybody banging on trash cans out there. Might have to take a look. <laughs> Seems like a clean game so far from Arizona State, but we'll keep our eye peeled for sure. One-two pitch. Jimmy Borzoni brings it in. And that's going to be a swing and a miss. So he gets another strikeout, his second of the day. This time, though, the strikeout actually results in an out, not a wild pitch. So two away and a man aboard for Joe Lamp. Struck out in the first, right out in the second, single in the fifth. One for three on the day. You got to think, Dixie State, you know, they've given up the three runs, but here in the bottom of the sixth, they do have seven strikeouts. I think about a strikeout per inning, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, a good start. Oftentimes, the timing of the hitters are off a little in the beginning of the season. You'll see more the pitchers kind of have that advantage, especially as it's a little chillier. This one's outside. Typically, hitters do a little better once it gets warmer. Pitchers got a bit of an advantage when it's still chilly out. How? I mean, how come that is, though? Because the batters are all, they can get warmed up. They can get loose. The pitcher, you know, he's got to grip the ball. It's cold outside his fingers. You know, it might get a little cold. 
That one's outside to, oh, call that a strike. Looked like it outside, but one and one, we'll take it. Yeah, I mean, the pitcher's moving a lot, so I think he stays warm um, quite a bit. Hitting is a lot of feel, and when you're trying to keep your hands warm, it's, it's a little harder to feel it. The ball just doesn't travel as well in the cold air as it does mm. in the warm air for for whatever reason. So you typically see the hitters really warm up as the weather does. This one fouled off to the left side. One ball, two strikes. One-two count for Mr. Davis. Davis with the home run early in this ballgame. Excuse me, that's not Davis. That's Lamp. Yeah. He's up there. But every hitter is dangerous. You never know. These guys are all playing at a high level. Set is Borzoni. And the pitch. Again, fouled off to the left side. Still two and one. Hunter Hess over at first base. Trailblazers here in the sixth. Opening day baseball. Long season ahead. It's always good to start well in game one. Borzoni right now at 29 pitches. I got to think he probably won't reach up close to the total that Holiday did, but he might get over 50 here. Yeah, I could still definitely get another inning or two out of him. This one outside, two and two. He he was a starter for most of last year, so you imagine that he's he's ready to do some of that if called upon to do so. I mean, I was kind of surprised to see him come into this game. I thought the game plan, you know, was going to be Holiday this one for game one, and then Borzoni your starter for game two. But who knows? Maybe if they pull him soon, he can even go tomorrow. Yeah, you could sometimes get two. He's starting to get to the point, though, where that'd be tough. That's a hard line drive. Gets past Tyson Fisher. Runner's going to take off for third. Throw's going to be not in time. So, runner's on the corners with two away on the single there from Joe Lamp. Fisher laid out for that ball. You know, no shortage of hustle from Dixie State here. His body was completely horizontal. Yeah, good attempt at it. Obviously didn't quite get there. Ethan Long still over two. Did walk in the fifth. Try to keep a good hitter down. Big spot for him. Chance for to get his first RBI of the season. With the runner over at third base. Rizzoni on the on the mound. Wide stance. That is a very wide stance, Callan. I mean that. Right foot is basically on the chalk. The left foot is in front of home plate. Yeah, and he probably brings it a little bit in with the stride, but still way out there. This pitch, a strike on the inside corner. Nice pitch, 0-1. I got to think with a wider base like that, maybe he gets more lower body action. You know, he gets more glute, more hamstrings involved. Yeah, you tend to tend to be able to get a little more power with those those deep stances like he's got. Next pitch. Swings and grounds this one over to the shortstop. Eventually it's going to go the short way to second to get the outs. That's going to end the inning. Trailblazers keep them off the board in the sixth. We go to the seventh inning. Arizona State leads this 3-0. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, River. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Cool. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, oak tree? What's up? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back to the first of many slugfests here on a Friday night on 91.3 to come through Dixie State's men's baseball season here in spring of 2022. An exciting time to be a trailblazer. The first pitch here, uh, Tyler Hollow is going to be a strike going one. Heart of the lineup coming up. Your four, five, six hitters, Tyler Hollow, Tyson Fisher, Sean Keaton, Trying to get something going for the Trailblazers. That one down low, one and one. As they're trying to get on the board here late. It's still Boldovich in. His looking on his third inning of work here. This one's going to be popped into no man's land a little bit. But coming in is the left fielder, Will Rogers. He's going to make that grab for the first out of the inning. Tyler Hollow now 0 for 2. Did walk his first time up. Tyson Fisher, he's 0 for 2. Lined out to center field his first time up. Struck out swinging in the fourth. He's going to swing at the first pitch here. Send it into center. Not even going to really have to move much. So two very quick outs. That one out to Joe Lamp. Wow. So just like that, two down for Sean Keaton. Just four pitches into the inning. DC State definitely going to miss some of those key contributors from last year. You see Jake Engel, Lane Pritchard at the top of the average. Guys who hit about 3-2-0, on the year. Both no longer with the squad. That one fouled away. Both guys were big contributors to the team. Jake Angle, one of the best players on the team. So tough to miss those guys, but you bring in some new guys, some guys you didn't have before. Sean Keaton, a good example of a, a really good player. This pitch just misses one and one. Hopefully try to get 
some new life into the team. That's turnover. That's college sports. You're always going to have guys leaving. You only get four years of this. This one's hit pretty well down the right field line, but it's going to hook and go foul into the bullpen. I mean, you get four years, but, I mean, a couple, you know, redshirt, COVID year, maybe a couple injury redshirts, like Taysom Hill. And, it is true. And you could have a seven-year college career. I can tell you about one one athlete that I know. Her story for the name was Summer Allen at Weber State. Wow. She graduated almost a decade ago. Went to Weber State for a year. That's okay. one. Went on a mission, so she missed two years. Came back, medical redshirt, maternity redshirt, normal redshirt, three years of competition. She's in her ninth year post-high school, and this year, finally, will be done. And COVID in there? <laughs> yeah, COVID year as well. It's like Brandon Whedon. Next pitch in here. This one's lifted. It's going to try to dunk it in. Doesn't oh. quite get overhead. A really nice catch there. The right wow. fielder twisting backwards. Kai Murphy, credit to him. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh. Still 3-0 Arizona State. And we'll step aside after the great snag. Dixie State down 0-3 against ASU. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. This is a public service announcement test from TakeMeFishing.org to determine if you need a fishing license and boat registration before heading out on the water. Let us begin. Are you a bear? Do you have a beak? Do you have plumage? Please tell me you answered no, which means you need to get a fishing license and have your boat registered because it helps local conservation efforts protect the very natural resources you enjoy boating and fishing in for generations to come. Do your part at TakeMeFishing.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Coming back, correction on the field. It was Will Rogers with a snag in left field, number 21. And that means Dixie State is in the field. Your next batter is Nate Baez, Kai Murphy, and Hunter Haas. It's actually going to be Will Rogers up. That's wrong. So Will Rogers after the catch is going to be next up. <laughs> the uh, stream, not always super accurate, but we adjust, we audible on the fly. Isn't that right, Count? That is right. Will Rogers, as oftentimes you see, it seems like every time a really nice play is made, that guy comes up and gets his chance right up next to make his stamp on the game. Hopefully, though, he's only able to limit that. Let's hope. Trailblazer faithful. We still got a shot. Bottom of the seventh. Borzoni with 34 pitches. Let's go. Yeah, a couple more at-bats here to come. First pitch swinging. Fouls this one off. 0-1. Wow. I mean, first pitch, you come out guns blazing like that, trying to send a message to Borzoni saying, anything you throw my way, I'm putting over that fence. Well, pretty neutral stance. Take this one down low for a ball one and one. You think these guys have a favorite player that they kind of copy the stance off of? Or is it kind of just 
their own feeling throughout the years that they get adjusted to? You know, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I think a lot of times you'll see um, pretty, pretty just normal stuff. You don't see a lot of those crazy ones, but there is there's one player gets imitated a lot. That pitch two and one. Every time you see a player come over from Japan, you'll see this kind of weird, like foot turned in stance. It's because a lot of those guys grew up in Japan admiring Ichiro Suzuki, and that's yeah. how he did it. So you'll see a lot of Japanese players come over and look a lot like Ichiro. Swing to miss there, two and two. And that's that left foot. Yeah. Turned, okay. turned like way in. It's it's a weird Inward. stance, mm. but works for it's him. Like showing the, the pitcher the heel almost. Uh, just about. It's it's an odd one, but doesn't result in a lot of power, but it's a lot of back control. Able to put the ball right where they want a lot of times. He's probably got a lot of a lot of strength in his adductors in his in his legs. Certainly, swing and a miss there. That's going to be a strikeout. Caden Hollow down to first to complete it. Ooh, a bit of a high throw, but brought down. Nice play there by Sean Keaton to complete the strikeout. One away for Connor Davis. Home run single. Popped foul back to the catcher his last time up. And you like having a guy at 6'4 playing first base. You can tell it was a high throw if he has to leave his feet. Yeah. You often see those tall first basemen, big target for him. Sporzone brings this first pitch in. And swinging first pitch, chops this over to third base. It's going to be a tough play for Taylor. He scoops and fires. Really nice play there. Had to hurry. It wasn't hit all that hard. But a quick second out there. Tough play. I couldn't tell at all, Callan. Right in stride. I mean, didn't even have to turn the hips or the shoulders. Just lined up immediately and let it fire. And that's that's a tough, tough throw to make. When you're looking straight on and you don't get time to twist at all, right throw. No, come in. Your momentum's all moving towards home plate. you got to shift quick and flip it to the other side of the diamond. Able to do so. And this pitch, strike one to, to Bias. The DH, single double run scored today. Orzoni comes set. Brings the pitch. Swing and a miss again. 0-2. Barzoni really has looked good. Really the only... Hit a little issue, a little control last inning. Hit by pitch. A walk, but got out of it. Really just kind of got screwed by that drop strikeout more than anything. Brings this one home. Swing and a miss. Three pitches, three strikes. That's going to end the inning. Pair of strikeouts in a scoreless inning from Jimmy Barzone. We'll head on to the eighth here in Tempe. 3-0 Arizona State. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. What if you didn't care about being on the fast track instead of flying to the big interview? What if you flew somewhere else altogether, like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific where needs are easy to see? 
What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back. St. George, Southern Utah, Trailblazer Nation, Dixie State Baseball. On the road, Tempe, Arizona, Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster bringing you the call. This is the place. This is 91.3, the place to be for all things Trailblazer Athletics, sponsored, of course, by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford, Lincoln. And Callan, I couldn't think of a better time to be a Dixie State Trailblazer. Women's team coming off of a... Awesome, awesome dub last night. Men's team, about a week ago, got their biggest win in school history. And with Dixie State's season opener, you know, the opener for the year, opening day for Dixie State, I got to think, everything going on right now, Dixie State, fun times. Absolutely fun to get all the spring sports going. The women cross track team at the WAC championships today, the indoor championships in Albuquerque. Shout out to them for that day you one know, of competition. Do you concluded. know the results yet? Yeah, not a not a great first day, but hopefully second day brings a little bit more success. We don't have to broadcast it if it's not worth saying. No, and coming up here, new pitcher and a new hitter. The Trailblazers bring in pinch hitter here, number forty four, Will Chambers, and he'll take over in the DH spot. And a new pitcher on the mound is going to be Brock Peary for Arizona State. Will Chambers, redshirt sophomore, transfer from UC Santa Barbara and also College of the Canyons. Sophomore also, Brock Peary. Brock Peary last year had a 7, had a 7.8. 3-8 ERA, so not super great. Big right-handed pitcher, sophomore out of Mountain Ridge High School. Kind of a sidearm guy. <laughs> what? That pitch down low, 2-0 to Will Chamber. Talon, that was close. That looked like if Chambers didn't even swing for that one, he would have got hit. Wow, dangerous ball. Yeah. Not super great one. <laughs> As we're seeing the submarine pitching style, as they call it. Kind of arcing down, putting the shoulder almost below the hip on the throws. That one well to the right and a walk. Four-pitch walk here. Will Chambers, first year with the Trailblazers, hit 348 in his two years at College of the Canyons. 348. That's, That's a staggering number. Yeah, really good hitter. Good eye there. He takes that walk. So Jorgen Levitz will get a chance with one on. No one out. Trailblazers looking to get something going here. And submarine pitcher Brock Peary. It's potential. Submarine, that ball is going up. If you can get a good swing on it, it'll fly high. He pumps in a strike here. Jorgen Levitz. The submarine guys have the advantage of a, a different angle. Hitters aren't super used to it, but 
it's interesting to see. Typically, the story of those guys, either the submarine guys um, or the knuckleball pitchers, is one of two ways. One, you weren't quite good enough, so you tried something weird and it worked. <laughs> this pitch behind him almost hit him. What is with one that? One and one. Tougher control from the submarine, <laughs> obviously. So that's one thing. You either weren't just quite good enough, you tried something lot, different, you turned out you were good. A lot safer on the human body. I mean, that internal rotation, you just keep throwing and throwing and throwing your shoulder, your elbow. Something is eventually going to give, but, you know, that you're almost going sidearm with it. You're not throwing directly down. And so the side, you know, going side to side is a much more natural motion. Yeah. We'll have to see, you know, maybe in 15, 20 years from now, Maybe there's going to be more submarine guys in MLB. You never know. I mean, it's certainly a way to save that arm. You see so many pitchers getting Tommy John surgery at this point. Your body's simply going to wear down. This pitch outside, 3-1, and one, a quick visit from the pitching coach, Sam Pereza. What if you had a guy who could do both, Callan, where he felt comfortable enough, certain situations, or even you never knew when he was going to bust it out? That'd be really, that'd be really hard. To bat against a guy who you don't know any any pitch he could go back and forth regular submarine, I mean, how on earth would you bat against that? It certainly would be an interesting thing to look at. I think you'd have if you could do it effectively, it could be very effective. But I think it'd be really hard to switch oh, yeah. those <laughs> motions and to kind of practice it. This one, a hard ground ball. Now they're going to get the runner caught up between second and third. That they one was pick. right to the pitcher. He's going to get in a run down here. Oh, and oh, he's oh. going to let the other batter. Uh, so, <laughs> weird play there. Both guys end up on second. So, <laughs> it's the happen. batter, Jorgen Levitt, that's going to be declared out there. Because with Will Chambers going back to the bag, he has credit for the bag. But he was able to stay in the rundown long enough to to let let that runner move up and force that situation. So, you don't love it. It's going to be fielder's choice. Ground out for Jorgen Levitt. So you would rather take that same scenario to stall it out, have the batter get all the way to second, both end up on the bag, have one out, but the guy be on second as opposed to, you know, get caught up in that pickle, try to go to the third, get thrown out, and have your guy on first. As we got a hit by pitch, Dixie State has two dudes on base. Ranchich on there, hit batter. So, yeah, certainly in that situation, you want to stay in that rundown as long as you can to try to let your runner advance and hopefully end up with someone still in scoring position rather than a guy on first. Obviously, you don't love the out happening, but it's better than the alternative. Now, Dixie, two on, two on, one out for Shane Taylor. Hopefully, get a run home here. Those analytics definitely favor a team that has someone on second as opposed to someone on first. Yeah, just much easier in that scenario. Is there a big is there a big difference between I imagine, you know, the percentage of a of a run following someone on second versus someone on third. The difference between third and second probably isn't a ton. But I imagine from second to first, not often do you see someone get from first all the way home on anything inside the park. That's not too common. Not super common. Um, when there's less than two outs, actually, that difference between second and third is massive. It's just as big as that first to second difference because the runner can come home on a ground ball, on a fly out, okay. second base. Um, but 
there is a a, a way big difference on second because if a base hit's going to score him, first base, not really. So we're actually going to get a new pitcher here. Interesting. He oh. threw. Yeah, so Willie Bloomquist is going to come out and pull the pull the pitcher. So Brock Perry done after recording just one out, giving up a walk, a hit by pitch. He was just too wild. So nothing they could do there. This guy's got some height on him. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Haven't shown us his number yet. It's, it's 21. That's Will Rogers. Mm, that's not Will Rogers. It may be. Looks like it's number 31, Josh Hansel. Ah. 6-6-215, right-handed pitcher, sophomore out of Chandler, Arizona. Pitched at Wichita State. Actually, Wichita State, a team that Dixie saw last year. I may have to look into. They may have played him last year. So 6-6 six, six is a pitcher. He's only shorter than one guy. That's Jacob Walker, another pitcher on the roster. Yeah, big, big guy. Number 31, Josh Hansel. He'll bring in his warm-up pitches here. He pitched at Wichita State a year ago. He only pitched in seven games. Had two starts. Struck out 15 over 20 innings of work. And they got the wrong graphic up. Oh. Oh, we may have had that one wrong. That's on me. That's number 25, actually. <laughs> Callan, it looked like 31 from our angle. I mean, 21, 31. We were trying to decide who that was. So that's Will Le- Levine. <laughs> Out of Mission Vero, California, redshirt junior, big six foot two right hander. I was gonna say he looks taller than just six two. Must be why we thought it was the six six guy. But he'll come in here. Pair of runners on. And actually a one oh count. They let him throw one pitch to Shane Taylor before they pulled him, which is you don't see very often, but no. So he comes in with a 1-0 count, throws a strike and a ball here, so it's going to be 2-1. and one. Will Levine, Shinvero, 6-2, This one's going to be grounded over to the left side, picked up. Not going to have a chance at two, but it will be an out there as Hunter Hess throws out Shane Taylor. Runner's going to move up. So second and third, two away for Parker Schmidt. This is the best chance Dixie State has had all game. Runner's on second and third. Huge, huge at bat. If Schmidt gets great contact, could be looking at a closer game, if not a tie game. That's a ball up there. Will Levine last year. A 3.75 ERA, 25 appearances, all out of the bullpen. So he's kind of that guy to come in, put out the fire. 1 0 count here. Parker Schmidt, left fielder, takes strike one. One and one. Will Chamber on third. Adavancich on second. Looking for a big hit here. Maybe make it a one-run game. This one down low. Two and one. 
huge, huge at-bat. 2-1 count. Pretty even here in the count. Got to take advantage. Force a 3-1 here. If not, get something in play. Pitch to Schmidt. Swings and he grounds this one over to first. So he picked up underhand of the pitcher covering just in time. So that'll end the inning. Trailblazers squander their opportunity. Will Levine comes in and shuts the door. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth. 3-0 Arizona State. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, I'm Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. Mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's at 58 years old. For me, it was heart-wrenching. It takes a toll on everyone. I mean, it's a depressing disease to watch unfold before your eyes. You just don't see the the person's souls like God. This disease just ravages a family. It changes your life. The magnitude of it is indescribable. Now is the moment to stop Alzheimer's disease. Call Bright Focus at 855-345-6237. So when you get to the corner of Smith and Orchard, you're going to want to take a you left. You are not going to Then what you're going to do is turn Marcy onto Marcy Avenue. Just broke up and go past and the first three she's lights happy about and then it. take the next left. I don't really then think five she's more happy, blocks but and you should be there. Right to judge, right? Park anyway, on the right. That's I'll what see I heard you later last tonight. night. It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Oh yeah, Trailblazer Nation, how are you doing? Fun ball game, unfortunately DSU just left two on base there. As we change sides, your boys in the blue and red and... Even the gray bottoms head out to the field. This is going to be Zach Thomas taking the mound on the pitching change for DSU. A junior uh, out of Lakewood, California, Zach Thomas, right-hand pitcher, six feet tall, just 184, bit of a smaller guy. He comes out of a different pitching slot as well. Not quite totally sidearm, about three-quarters. Zach Thomas last year, a 9-2-8 ERA in 15 appearances out of the bullpen. So struggled at times. He's going to be faced here with the bottom of the lineup for Arizona State. Nate Be- Baez, Kai Murphy, and Hunter Haas do up. In a 3-0 ball game, his first pitch is going to be away for ball one. Zach Thomas, his third year here at Dixie State. This one way up and inside, 2-0. He's got an interesting windup. He kind of balls up real tight and compact and then 
His arm just shoots out at a three-quarters. <laughs> not quite submarine, but pretty close. It is pretty close. Ground ball just going to oh. get by a diving shortstop there. I thought Avancic might have had a shot, but not quite, just off the end of his glove. So a leadoff single here at the bottom of the order for Nate Baez, the catcher. So one away. Can't really afford to give anything more up here. Just one more time at bat for the Trailblazers. They've been held to just one hit tonight. Several walks, several other ways. We're going to hit by pitches. Here will be Kai Murphy. Murphy on the night. 0 for 2. Was hit by a pitch his last time up, but caught stealing on a great throw by Caden Hollow. And this will probably be the last time we see these next couple batters in this ball game. 3-0 lead, bottom of the 8th. Maybe their last time at bat. This one down low. Ball 1. Murphy got hit by that pitch back in the sixth, but can't tell it all by his swing. No, it didn't look like he got banged up too bad. I think it may have caught him on that shin guard they wear. This next pitch. Swing and a miss. One and one. To the right fielder for the Sun Devils. Arizona State. Got to go race down at Arizona State a year and a half ago, kind of during COVID. Really cool campus. <laughs> really cool town. I can see why you'd want to go there as a college student. We stayed in a hotel with a on campus with a pool on the roof looking into the stadium. Swing and miss there, one and two. Did you get any sleep that night, Callan? Uh, you know, we had to hit the hay at a race in the morning. So we made sure to get to bed on time. Well, uh, I'm well aware of the rumors down there. When I walked into Taco Bell and there was several different beers on tap, I knew it was a party school. Beers on tap and Taco Bell? On campus, man. On campus. It was an interesting time. Wow. The things that occur just just a state away. I'm not a drinker myself, but it does give it a nice little party vibe. Thought about walking in the bar and riding the mechanical bowl, but decided not to. Just remember, Callan. Almost everything is okay in moderation. <laughs> Even the bowl, too. Even the bowl. One-two count here. Man aboard. Nobody out. Kai Murphy at the dish. Zach Thomas on the mound. His first appearance of the season, obviously being the first game. Another foul ball back here. Good battle between the two. Callan, I got to see... Arizona State in action. Now, unfortunately, it wasn't the baseball squad, but it was at Allegiant Stadium mm-hmm. in the bowl game, Las Vegas bowl Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Wisconsin Badgers, Sun Devils of ASU. That was a fun, fun game to attend. Arizona State traveled really well. I can imagine so. It's not too far of a drive. I think most fan bases travel well to Vegas. It's something you circle on your calendar. Let's, let's go to that trip. Two and two count now. Our head coach in the cross-country team, he's from Arizona. His dad is our assistant, and he's from Arizona, and they have a little feud there. Ross, his dad, is an Arizona State fan. Mm. His son is an Arizona fan. Two rivals, obviously. <laughs> not as, not a huge rivalry. Some some rivals like that in-state get pretty heat. I mean, we think UNC Duke, 
I think Miami, Florida State. Sure, sure. You know, there's a lot of in-state rivalries. Maybe a little better, but still, that one perhaps underrated. A good, nice, friendly in-state battle. They're, they're friendly people down there in Arizona. Payoff pitch, 3-2. Foul the way. That one's going to get back and out of play. Still 3-2. and two. Good battle here. It's going to be the next pitch will be the eighth pitch of this at-bat. And this release point, definitely an interesting one. The submarine, for it to classify, it's got to be below that, like, that plane. horizontal plane. This one kind of just straight on, very perpendicular from the release point. You don't know what to think of it. This one popped up over to the left side, and it's going to get out of play. Battle continues. You know, perhaps with that release point, you know, his arm kind of just straight out to the side. Maybe it's a little bit harder to track the ball as it's coming towards you from a left to right perspective because it's not coming down, it's not coming up. Maybe it adds just a little bit of deception. But given that he's not a starter, maybe not. Definitely something different to look at. Those guys with those weird deliveries tend to be your relief pitchers because it's something that if you see that for three or four at-bats, they figure it out. But for one at-bat in a game here and there, it's tough. Another foul ball here. Means this next pitch will be number 11 of the plate appearance. So Kai Murphy hanging tough. Zach Thomas trying to figure out what he can get by him. This one started back at about 6.37 local time here in St. George. Two hours, 40 minutes through. Getting close to the end. Pickoff move over to first. Even his pickoff move is sidearm. Callum, before this game, I looked up the average D1 baseball game time. Give it a guess. Two hours, 45 minutes. It's 2.55. Oh, that was pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. A little shorter than the average for Major League Baseball, I believe. They're up to about 3.05. Yeah, you're, you are right. I'm not sure if it factors in those uh, those double headers that are only seven innings or so. That's true. That, I'm not sure that it does. But if it, if it doesn't, then I'd say it's more accurate. Because if you had to adjust to the seven, then that number would probably be dipped down towards about 2.30. Full count here. Pitch number 12 of the at-bat coming up. Long battle between Zach Thomas, Kai Murphy, and Kai Murphy's going to win it. That's ball four outside. So it'll be two on for Hunter Hass, bottom of the lineup. I imagine you may maybe look for him to bunt here. We could see. Playing for one or two more runs. You know, I understand Thomas not wanting to set, set Murphy up there in that full count. You know, but that one just maybe a little bit too far low and outside for for my liking. Slightly closer, maybe have got him to swing. You don't want to put it right down center, but if you can get it right there close to the edges of the corner, I think it's worth it. That one, kind of a reach for Hollow. I imagine that's what they were trying to do, but it, it didn't quite work out. And, yeah, with him being a right-handed pitcher and that last one, Murphy being on that left side, you know, that ball 
if you release it for with with his release point, you know, if it doesn't immediately have an angle going going left at all, it's it's just gonna keep going right. That ball's never gonna it's never gonna dip back towards the middle. Corners in here for the Trailblazers. They're maybe expecting the possibility of a bunt from Hunter Haas. Yeah. First pitch. He's squaring up to bunt. It's going to bunt it. It's going to be foul. Callum, what's the rule on if, if the, the player grabs the ball and touches the runner before the ref can get his signal off in time? Well, it's <laughs> there's, there's certainly no rule for it. It's just... He then gets to decide if it's fair or foul. Wouldn't that be interesting? It's like if the ref doesn't get the signal off in time, then it doesn't matter. Could be. Could be interesting. <laughs> Andrasso for one tonight. He struck out in the fourth, walked in the second and the sixth. Oh, one pitch coming up here. Zach Thomas, Caden Hollow going to try to get on the same page. Decide what might be best. Runner's going to take... Quick step. Almost had him on that pickoff play, but the throw is late there. Kind of some weird motion out of the infield to maybe try to trip him up. That was a sneaky one from Thomas. I did not see that one coming at all. No sort of indication when he went for that windup that he was going to look behind him, but torqued his body right towards second, released it, but a nice play from the Sun Devil. Terhess. Look to lay this bunt down again. And this time it's up the line. A really nice one. Picked up. Only play over to first. A good play by Thomas just to get that one. So he will advance the runners. So sack bunts. Runners second and third. One away. Kai Murphy up to second. Nate Baez to third. One out, top of the lineup coming back. Sean McClure, the second baseman here, two up. And obviously, you're going to still swing 100% in every ball, but I think the Sun Devils can kind of realize here that they can maybe put a run or two on, and that'll be enough. That button indicates to me they're playing for one or two, so just put this one in play. That's what you're really asking him to do and see what can happen. That's ball one, one and no. Sun Devils probably fairly comfortable with the lead they have, but you're never upset to put one or two more on. Choked up on the bat just a little bit, Sean McClure. Very straight-up stance. This pitch is brought home inside, almost clipped him. Yeah, that one. 2-0. and oh. Just an inch or so away from the tip of the cap. Pretty light crowd down in Tempe today. Not a ton of fans to to look at. I guess for Arizona standards, that 63 degrees is pretty chilly. Yeah, a lot of them don't know who Dixie State is either. Yeah, these early season matchups for these teams that are you know, Pac-12 type teams and they're playing some of those smaller schools maybe doesn't draw the same height. But come on, for opening day, do a little bit better. It's pitched down low. It's a Friday night, too. Yeah, great date night. 3-0 count. You're right. Baseball, you know, date to a baseball game, not a bad idea because you get to watch an event and still have plenty of time throughout it 
to chat it up. You better hope you like them, though. It's get long out there. What do you, what do, you do, Callan, if uh, you take a girl out to a baseball game and she realizes she doesn't like baseball? 3-1 count. Well, then, you better be an inver- interesting conversationist. You better buy her some some cotton candy, maybe a funnel cake, and you can make it through. And then I think for you, you'll never hit her up again. Well... Three one pitch, swing and a miss. Three and two. That one, one of those where if it was maybe on the outside, you could have got a ricochet off of that. That would look really close. But since it was inside the skinny part of the bat, you're not going to connect there. Good pitch, just in on his hands. Not much you could do with that, even if you do make contact. You put a pitch right there. Three two pitch, big one. And he swings wow. and misses. That's a huge strikeout without letting one of those runs come score, come through. That's going to be the third strikeout of the day for Sean McClure. After his leadoff single, it's been all downhill from there. So it'll be up to Joe Lamp with two on, second and third, two away. Two for four today is Joe. Struck out, ground out his first two at-bats, singled and scored in the fifth, singled in the sixth. Looking to tack on here with two away for the Sun Devils of Arizona State. Pitch to him on the outside corner. Strike one. Nice pitch. Go back to that strikeout. His last two pitches from from Thomas, both in the same exact spot. Both swings and misses. It's it's tough as a righty batter to go for it. You know, down in the count. Ball's coming inside. You got to swing. Pitch works. Might as well do it again. This one, just off the plate this time, one and one. Another close pitch, making the ref kind of have to maybe think twice about these calls here at the end of the game. Zach Thomas, now up to 25 pitches, about half of them coming from the at-bat with Kai Murphy. He fouled off pitch after pitch after pitch. But a chance to get out of it here. Bent over, set stance, feet separated, and the pitch, swing and a miss, strike. Two, one, and two. Zach Murphy, when he comes set, his right foot on the rubber, his left foot offset just a little bit, and he's hunched over at the waist. A different look than you're used to, kind of those straight-up ones. The one-two pitch. Swing and a foul ball off to the right. Callan, five Sun Devils have registered hits today. Three of those five have hit twice. Yeah, and, I mean, you're looking at at a game where you've, you've given up some hits, but not more than you'd expect. I would say the Sun Devils probably aren't overly thrilled this game. We're always happy if you can walk away with the wind, if they can if they can hold off Dixie in the ninth here at pitch outside. I think both teams have a lot to be proud of so far in their season openers. But we're yet to decide a winner. I mean, I think Dixie pitching-wise, but, I mean, they're about to go into this inning with, with one hit. That's true. You're you're not super happy with the hitting. Um, early in the season, though, that, that typically comes along more. So be more worried about the pitching, especially against a team like this. We'll get it figured out. I'm not, not too worried about it. 
Swing and a miss there. And he's fired up. Zach Thomas coming off the mound, beating his chest, yelling to the ground. We're going to go to the ninth inning. It's Dixie State looking for their first run. Arizona State, three. Wow, look at the ferociousness from Zach Thomas walking off the field, just stone cold slapping every one of his teammates' hands. Wow. We'll step aside here on 91.3. Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster, top of the ninth. Could it be the last chunk of an inning? We'll see. Could it be the final three outs of the broadcast? Find out when we come back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back. Top of the ninth. Here we go from Tempe, Arizona. Trailblazers coming all the way from St. George. Not too far for a game to travel, but they'll have to go farther places on the year. An exciting, exciting spring 2022 season. Coming off a winning record last year in WAC play already with the transition to D1. Perhaps the baseball team here at Dixie State ahead of every other program. And a three-point deficit against a solid, solid team in the land, the Sun Devils of Arizona State. We're back to it. And down 3 nothing. You got the right guys coming up. The brothers, Caden and Tyler Hollow, then Sison Fisher. Uh, take strike one by Caden. And we will Levine still on the mounds for Arizona State. Looking for that two-inning save. An 0-1 pitch here to Caden Hollow. Big, tall right-hander brings it home. Ground ball here. It's going to be a tough play, but scooped up nicely by the second baseman. He'll throw him out. Good play there, Sean McLean. So one away. Two more chances here for the Trailblazers. Yikes. And I think the Sun Devils recognize the time and situation. Trying to get things done. They've been out there for about three hours Starting to get a little chillier out there in Tempe. And I imagine the Sun Devils, with the sun down, want to get away. Tyler Hollow 0 for 3 so far. Takes strike one from Will Levine. Tyler Hollow walked, struck out, flied out. One of the few trailers that has been on base tonight. This one way low and inside. Bounced at his feet. One and one. One one pitch. Swung and grounded through the hole. The second hit of the game. Right oh, between yeah. Haas and Long. So the runners have, or the Trailblazers have a runner aboard. Tyler Hollow. 
A single through the right side. Tyson Fisher and Sean Keaton coming up. One on, one away. Tyson Fisher, a big, powerful guy. Always a threat in the box. I remember last year at Carl Brooks Field, one of the games I was on the call for, Tyson Fisher had a home run. Had nine last year. Nine good for second on the team tied with Caden Hollow, just behind the now graduated Jake Angle. First pitch is a ball up and away. Second pitch coming home. Swings and fouls this one off to the right. Didn't quite get all that one. And I'll tell you what, Callan, that might be the best contact we've seen all day from the Trailblazer. I know it didn't go inbounds, but still, I don't know if we've seen that kind of pop off the baseball. He's going to take this one for a strike just below the letters there. Top of that zone, one ball, two strikes. This is the guy who needs to get a big shot here. Force force Hollow to advance bases, maybe get the third. But most importantly, try to avoid this second out, however you can, with Keating on deck. Swings. Pops this one high in the air, but not going to go too far. It was going to drift foul. He's got the power. He's just a little behind. If he can swing a millisecond sooner, maybe less. Get that thing going along that right line, but you got to watch out for this guy. He's feeling it. Call timeout. He's going to walk over. Talk to Trailblazers. Coach Chris Fentenhauer. Trailblazers right now, kind of a shorter pitch or coaching staff. Chris Fentenhauer, the head coach, assistant coach Bobby Reinhardt. Pitching coach Zach Wilson with volunteer assistant Matt Hill. They don't have a hitting coach right now, which just happens sometimes in college. He's going to pop this one up. Hopefully this one can get out of play, and it will. Counter remain one and two. Haven't seen, I don't think we've seen a baseball exit the stadium today. I don't think there's been one pop fly that's gone so far in either direction. Arizona State's got one of the bigger college stadiums, so would take take a pretty good pop to get it all the way out. You're right. By that camera angle right there, yep, you are correct. And he's going to be rung up here. That one, not super happy about it. Thought it might be high, but strikeout looking. The Trailblazers with Sean Keaton coming up are going to be down to their last out. This- it's the ninth strikeout tonight for Arizona State. This kind of situation, Callan, I'd just rather go down swinging. I'd just rather go down swinging than let it pass me by, get that second out, even though the scoreboard hasn't updated yet. I mean, certainly. I think you got to go down swinging if it's anything close. First pitch to Sean Keaton. Strike on the outside corner. No balls. One strike. Two outs here in the ninth. Man aboard. 3-0 Arizona State. Swing right there. Fouls this one off to the right side. Trailblazers down to their right. Last strike. 0-2. Looks like Levine is starting to really put on the pressure. He's maybe found an extra gear. Still only 21 pitches through in the top of the ninth. But as 
You know, the closer coming in here. Levine is heating up, it seems, and the crowd is on their feet. Fans standing up. One-two pitch, swinging a ground ball. Right side, picked up by the shortstop. Thrower to first, not in time. So Trailblazers wow. still alive. Ran out a soft hit ground ball. There's going to be an infield single. And in respect to the ref, you know, the umpire's been out there for over three hours at this point. You could have called the game quits, and oh my goodness, look who it is. Keith Davis out to get some revenge against his former school and some color to the squad. There we go. Be the third designated hitter on the night. This pitch is going to be a strike. Strike one to Keith Davis. Keith Davis scored a couple touchdowns as wide receiver on the football field. Interviewed him on my show, the Jacob Zimmerman Show this year. This pitch is fouled away. 0-2. So again, down to their last strike. Again, the fans up on their feet. Keith Davis trying to keep this one alive. And pass the baton on. Davis is one clean swing away from a tie ball game. The 0-2 pitch here from Zach Levine. Swing just gets a piece of it. It's going to foul it back off the catcher. Remain 0-2. Davis, third designated hitter. Coming in after Hank Dotson. Will Chamber. Will walked in his one at bat. Dotson was 0-2. Popped out. Grounded out. Runners take their leads. Tying run of the dish. The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a ground ball. It's going to oh. get through up the middle. Went between the pitcher's legs. So a good hit there. Keith Davis looks like he's going to drive in a run. So the Trailblazers oh. will not be blank tonight. Wow. A single right up the middle. Keith Davis. Trailblazers have life. Tying run aboard. Oregon Levitt. That's not even going to be an error. No, he just clean put it through the wickets there. Our, so, our boy Keith Davis with the first RBI of the day for Dixie State. First RBI of the season against his former team. Now Jorgen Leverett, the pressure switches to him. Two on, two out, two run game. Takes pitch one for a strike. Things suddenly not just over yet, Dixie State. Hanging around. Good to see him get on the scoreboard here. Levitt. He's got a hit on that already. This pitch inside. One and one. Nearly a hit by pitch there. Cal, that one's very close. I wouldn't want to put anything too far inside. Given this kind of game could lead to uh, full bases. The pitch. Sweeney grounds this one over to third. Third baseman is going to take it to the bag, get the force out. That's going to be it. Trailblazers fall here 3-1. The Sun Devils jump on the field, celebrate the first win with their new manager, Willie Bloomquist. Trailblazers fall in this one, 3-1. We'll step aside for a quick minute and come back for the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln postgame show. 3-1, your final Arizona taking down your Dixie State Trailblazers on the road in Tampa, Arizona. For Jacob and Callan, we'll be right back. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, we just hit final from Arizona. ASU 3, DSU 1 in the opening day. The first game of the year for your baseball trailblazers. Not a bad performance at all. Welcome into the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln postgame show here on the Blaze 91.3, the place to be for all things Dixie State Athletics, Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster in a two-run deficit. When this one is all said and done, Dylan Holiday will pick up the loss, and it'll be Christian Bolovic picking up the win, and Will Levine gets the save. But, Callan, we came into this matchup kind of expecting you know, the Sun Devils to just run away with it. At home, first game of the year, you know, more experienced squad, pitching-wise, better recruits, D1 era. Everything kind of had, you know, pretty dominant blowout written all over this one. And based off of how last season started for Dixie State against Washington State in that series, those games weren't too close. And, you know, this team last year had swept Washington State, and I honestly, Cal and I, I'm very impressed with how our Trailblazers played today. You know, hitting-wise, you only got four hits at the end of it. A couple of them came, and I don't think you could call it garbage time, but it was in a position where Dixie State was just slightly too far out of the game. Uh, They finished with four hits. Sun Devils finished with eight. Dixie State did have the one lone error, but uh, lots of stats to go into here. Callan, I'll let you take that away, but my initial thoughts, Dixie State balled out today. Great to see our man Keith Davis uh, force an RBI there late. Uh, just kind of baseball's a one-hit-away kind of game. And you're all uh, – Dixie State's going to have a lot of close games and good to see them get this experience early. Proud, proud of the pitching. Borzoni, I thought he did a really good job coming in. Uh, Holiday held strong in multiple sections of that game, bottom of the third, bottom of the fifth. I thought they got great play from Zach Thomas when he came in with a different you know pitching angle. Uh, worked for a bit, got some strikeouts. Maybe if we see Thomas come in an inning or two sooner, it's a slightly different game. But with all said and done, this is a really good way for Dixie State to open up the year. Yeah, it all comes down to the pitching on both sides. Both pitching staffs did well, as you're going to expect early in the season. Pitchers typically a little ahead of the hitters as the season starts. Not a bad day out of holiday. Borzoni, Thomas obviously came in, shut the door. Um, a big shout-out over to the the other side. Uh, Tolak, Bulkovic, and Piri all giving up nothing. Though Piri had a little bit of a tough start there. Um, the Trailblazers, lots to be proud of here. Lots to work on. 
Um, in the end, when you're looking at a season like this, uh, those non-con games, go out there, have a good time, learn as much as you can, get ready for a whack play. That's where it's really going to start to matter. Um, impressed with the Trailblazers pitching tonight. Hitting obviously has a long way to go, but they'll get there. A couple more games against Arizona State. See if you can pull off a win. A fun, fun broadcast, Callan. Thanks for coming on along. You are quite the baseball insider we have here on 91.3. Dixie State will be playing Arizona tomorrow. Arizona State tomorrow and Sunday as well. So three-game series, and that's kind of the trend on the season here in D1 baseball. But tomorrow here on 91.3, I'll have the Dixie State women's game. Two o'clock, I will have the Dixie State men's game. I'll be in the Burns Arena for that versus UVU. Two awesome matchups to catch right here on the one and only, the place to be. It's the Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman, Callan Webster. That's going to be it for us. This is the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln post game show wrapping up. The Sun Devils get the win 3 to 1 over your Dixie State Trailblazers in the opening day. Stay sporty, St. George. Have a good night. Back to the music. You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information about Dixie State.